Atlas Tucker is planning to attack the prom tonight. Once again, the Hellmouth puts the special on special occasion. Why do I even buy tickets for these things, I ask you? I wonder if I can take my dress back. Don't you dare. But Tucker's gonna... No. You guys are gonna have a prom. The kind of prom that everyone should have. I'm gonna give you all a nice, fun, normal evening if I have to kill every single person on the face of the earth to do it. Yay? And welcome to yet another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our reviews, our reactions. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season three, episode 20, titled The Prom, directed by David Solomon, written by Marty Noxon. Original air date, May 11th, 1999, to an audience of 5.22 million people. And this was a fun one. This is a, it's a little weird, but I, uh, you know. I thought this would have a lot more viewers. You know, I kind of zone out when you do the numbers most of the time, but I heard it this time. And I was like, this should be at least seven or eight. It's uh, it's uh, up like 200,000 from last week. Okay. It's just like trending upwards, yeah. but it's all right. Yeah. It's a prom episode. We're in the home stretch of the season uh and stuff starting to come together this one's felt like a little bit of a like a break from the main story a little bit though uh a break but a setup and there's a lot of uh character stuff mm-hmm. um but before we get into the episode we got to give a shout out we gotta give a shout gotta out give a shout out bwah, bwah, bwah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah shout out uh we got to give a shout out to frosty gal who gave us a really lovely review on apple Podcasts. hell yeah and thank you so much frosty gal and a, and a little special shout out to um this person reached out to us on instagram and if you're not following on instagram at boys watching buffy you're missing out on some choice memes oh <laughs> this, yeah this week has been great and uh uh barrel outlaws reached out to us barrel like whiskey barrels uh, just to say, mm-hmm. not on Apple Podcasts, but love the show, enjoying it. So I was like, you know what? You're going to get a shout out too. You're going to fuck a sh- 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 shout out. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what is that from radio? Like radio? <laughs> yeah. What's radio? What is radio? <laughs> <laughs> Disc jockeys? Uh, what? Dude, those were the days. Um, um, yeah, I mean, look, I have a special show plug that I have to bust out here. I got two special show plugs. Number one, I will be recording a half-hour stand-up special at El Cid in Los Angeles on November 1st. Going to be doing a half-hour with my friend Eric Owusu. We're uh, taping these, and it's going to be super fun. So if you're in the area... Please come on out. Uh, I have the link. We, we could probably put the link in the show notes, I guess, or I'll put it in the Discord in our shameless plug section. Yeah, we'll, we'll, or both. We'll, we'll, it'll be on Instagram. It'll be all over the place. And uh, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at this show, not on stage, yeah. but just in the audience, <laughs> lurking, just being a creep. 
<laughs> just not laughing, no selling <laughs> yeah. all of my jokes. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> and uh, also October 12th on the Booty Burlesque show, your boy will be doing an act on that show. I will be doing a trapeze act. So if you don't know me, I do uh, aerialist like circus performance stuff and uh, I'll be making my debut as on the Booty Burlesque show. Usually I just host those and like do, uh, you know, some comedy stuff going on. But uh, this time around, I'm going to be actually part of the show. So if you want to see me swinging from the ceiling in a good way, (laughs) 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 not in a Jonathan way, uh, I'll be doing that October 12th at El Cid. So, yeah, check it out. Was I was I the inspiration for this? Absolutely, you were, Vance. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, you got anything to plug, Vance? Your, Vance is doing a lot of good shit recently, actually, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't got anything to plug, though. <laughs> well, it's in the shameless plugs of the Discord. So yeah. join the Discord. Yeah. He, uh, if you're a sports fan, he's writing for uh, Bleacher Reports. Gridiron Heights, and it's super awesome. I've, I loved that show even before I knew Vance was going to be writing on it. So, super cool to see Buds doing shit. Doing so, stuff. Yeah. That is all the plugs and everything. Oh, also join our Patreon, as yes. you know. Please join the Patreon because we got, uh, you know, we got some stuff coming up. We got some stuff in the, in the we're cooking some stuff. Yeah. We're in the kitchen. We're in the kitchen. We're in the kitchen, we got, we're in the kitchen, kitchen. cooking. We're in the kitchen cooking, guys. We're in the lab. <laughs> We're in the lab. We got some got some stuff coming up. So be one of the early people for that. Uh, we're going to set up the tiers in just a little while. But let's get into this episode, huh, Vance? I can't wait. I, I, I don't think I've been excited to talk about episodes, but this one I'm really excited to talk about. There's a lot of stuff to dive into. <laughs> So the episode opens up. We don't have any kind of recap or anything. It's just Buffy asleep and Angel is just creepily watching over her. The, cre- <laughs> just, the, the creepy dude factor in this episode is ratcheted up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, she's, a, she's dead asleep and Angel is just wide eyed, just staring at her 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 closed eyes. Uh, yeah, I wrote creep watching Buffy sleep. That's my first note. Yeah. And uh, Buffy wakes up and she's like, oh, God, no, man, how long was I asleep for? Oh, I guess we uh, guess we uh, really, you know, knocked out after patrol last night. Oh, boy, I got a I got really bad bed head, don't I? And Angel's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then Buffy is like, hmm. <laughs> well, Angel, I was starting to think about our, our future. You know, I'm we're at Angel's mansion and he doesn't have mirrors because he's a vampire. No, why wouldn't you just? It's not like you're. <laughs> it's not like you're. It's not like it's a crucifix or holy water. Like, exactly. It's not hurting you yeah. to have mirrors, but he's got no mirrors. Um, and Buffy's like, you know what? We gotta get some mirrors here. And you know what? I should get like a a drawer, a chest of drawers here for my some of my stuff since I'm gonna be like spending so much time with you and so much time over here. And Angel starts to look like, wait, wait, hold up. Angel's on his fuckboy shit in this episode. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 I thought we were just messing around. <laughs> Buffy starts talking about, yeah, you know, I got to get some drawers here. Going to get some mirrors so I can look at myself and get all gussied up for you. And also, you know, I got the prom coming up and you're coming, though, and everything. And Angel's like, whoa, 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 wh
well, we're, we're really doing this prom thing. I mean, come on, babe. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she has a line where she says, uh, yeah, it's fine. A lot of girls have older boys, boyfriends. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, that's the start of it. Yeah, that's the start of it. Yeah, this episode dives deep into some. <laughs> there's that Transformers. There's that Transformers movie where the guy's dating uh, Mark Wahlberg's daughter, and he has oh, a laminated yeah, yeah, yeah. card of the law of like yeah. you only have to be 16 in whatever state <laughs> it was. And it's like if you get that card laminated, you are the problem. I used to do a joke about that about how like. <laughs> how creepy it is to know the like pedophilia laws (laughs) in in a state (laughs) yeah um but yeah buffy's rambling on about going to the prom and she's like well let's see how late it is we must have been asleep for only a little bit and angel's laying in bed and buffy just blasts open the curtains and angel gets hit with a fuckload of sunlight and as soon as this happened my first quote was like angel why would you have bed here dude yes that's uh, i didn't even think about that but that's a great point why would your bed be anywhere near where direct sunlight with a, a breeze <laughs> or yeah. like someone could just walk in and open it and you're done uh, dude you've seen we've seen buffy just open these curtains like roughshod like without any concern for angels uh, yeah yeah she just sentence. opens it it hits them full rate like if you would have died right there it would have been the best like that would have been so fucking funny dude it would have ruined the show. It would have been awful, but I would have loved... Like, this show could have done no wrong if they accidentally killed him right there. <laughs> I would have no critiques the rest of the series. I'm like, well, yeah. they did kill Angel randomly. <laughs> yeah. It's just a super surprise at the beginning of an episode. Yeah. Before the title card. <laughs> yeah. But Buffy just opens these blinds, man. Yeah. And I was just like, Angel... Anybody could like walk through there, like just break through and just fucking kill you. Why would you have your bed there ever? Yeah, and his, it's so crazy to me. I, I want to move on from this scene, but his room is very interesting looking. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh then the next day, Xander's walking around at school and he's just walking around and Anya the Wish Witch. Mm-hmm comes up to him and she's like hey dude guess what how's it going and xander's like oh you're anya the the demon that hates men tell me a little bit about that she's like well i hate them they all deserve to die and they're all the terrible people and uh but now that i've got my powers taken away you know i'm kind of stuck in this you know 17 18 year old body and uh i heard about this prom shit coming up and for some reason i don't know why I am fucking desperate to go to this prom and I don't have a date. So would you go with me? And Zinder's like, why would I go with you? You hate all men. <laughs> you just talked about how we're all evil and deserve to die. Uh, like, you're not really pitching this really well. Yeah. And she's like, come on. I know you think I'm hot. You look at my boobs. <laughs> He's like, I'm a guy. I look at all boobs. If my eyes are open, that's where they're looking. Uh, and she mentions that she turned into the form that she's in specifically because he broke Cordelia's heart and she wanted because to he cheated her. on her. Yeah. 
And she would have never come to Sunnydale if it wasn't for him cheating on her and her tempting Cordelia with the wish. So, and boy, I wish this Anya lady would go away. <laughs> so I wouldn't have to keep hearing about this fucking wish. I think she's wish. around for a while. <laughs> the, your reminder she's of your wish tape. Cast. Yeah. Uh, I stand by the future Cordelia. If you're a new listener, go back to the wish episode and then the follow the episode right the after. Follow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, I stand by future Cordelia. You uh, are theory. wrong. I stand by it. <laughs> um, stand by it. Um, it's so weird that she decided to now enroll in the school. Like it was mid year, and she's like goes to school. Like she doesn't well, have to keep going to school. That's the thing is like, did she take over some other person's body, or is she just like a new student on campus and just rocked up one day and was like, "Hey, Cordelia," how, and now she's just like, "All right, I'll just keep going." Yeah, to how is she in classes? Who are her parents? <laughs> like, like wh- what? Well, I have a question <laughs> later about Wesley's role in the school. But oh man. my god, dude! <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, this episode, man! It's it just starts out. It's already just great. Also, right off the bat, too, while they're having this conversation, I was so distracted by Xander's shirt. This shirt is so like, what even is it? It's got like it's a button down and it's got like ruffles on the inside. It looks like he's just like trash bag. And it's like this horrible. It's like forest green. And the ruffles are like a dark gray, like gunmetal. And it's so, like, Xander is striking out with me recently. Like, these fashion disasters are killing me, man. little spoiler for the season three recap of who's best dressed, best worst, uh, worst oh, dressed. Oh, my God, dude. Like, it's so bad. Like, I mean, this is two episodes in a row. He had that awful shirt last episode that was, like, red and green paisley. And I saw some people were like, oh, I kind of like that shirt. You're wrong. Uh, I'd love to see someone defend this awful shirt because this shirt makes no sense. It's trash. Like, I never even saw that anywhere in the 90s. Like, that's not popular. It doesn't Well, exist. he has more of a 70s aesthetic. aesthetic Is this part like. of his, like, Jack Kerouac, I'm a fucking nomad vagabond type of thing? Yeah, I don't know. It's like he's got a lot of... It's almost like he's diving into... um, uh, What's that other guy that was supposed to help Angel? Uh... Uh, oh whistler whistler yeah yeah he's gonna start wearing fedoras and shit (laughs) dude like this shirt is so bad and he wears it a lot during this episode i was like dude just change just take it off or something like i hate it it actually kind of works because it's a a plot point isn't it is this the shirt or it might be another shirt actually but yeah i'm not sure to be honest um but he's like uh i don't want to go to the prom with you anya you are not pitching this to me well and then anya's like well who else are you gonna fucking take and then you just see him kind of looking and then it cuts to him telling the gang like see i'm gonna go with anya i think (laughs) and they're like what why would you go with her she's a demon that hates men he's like well it's either her or mr hand puppet and then he starts doing this creepy hand puppet shit and it's like dude we get it you jerk off. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I randomly saw that South Park episode where Cartman's hand becomes Jennifer Lopez, and it reminded me of that. Um, 
Yeah. And he, I mean, he goes on and on with this hand puppet. Yeah. The bit goes a little too far. Yeah. Not cool. And then I was looking at the group and I'm like, so if she's going, because Buffy was like, okay, we're all going to the prom, you know, two of us with demons. And I'm looking at Willow. I'm like, she's going with a werewolf. Exactly. Like, none of you are normal. Yeah. She's a witch going with a werewolf. (laughs) You know? You're a slayer going with a vampire, which is crazy. Yeah. And he's and going then, with like uh, a 200 year old or whatever. Yeah. Um, But yeah, then Buffy starts talking like, yeah, this is great. We're all coupled up. It's going to be great. I got this awesome pink dress. And let me tell you, when Angel sees it, you know, he might fucking lose his soul because of how hot I look. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get why everyone has been kind of chill with this relationship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. Thankfully, in the next scene, yeah. someone very important is uh, not chill with it. So, <laughs> so after this, uh, you know, everybody's coupled up. Buffy's all like, I'm super stoked about the prom. Everybody's stoked about the prom. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, we go to Angel in his mansion, and he's walking around, and he looks down, and he sees a notebook from Buffy, and it's got you know, Buffy and Angel forever scribbled onto it, like Miss Mister and Mrs. You know, whatever Angel's last name is. And Do we know Angel's last name? Does he have one? I mean, he had to have one when he was alive. He had, yeah. I mean, whatever. Last but, name's here. Yeah, I don't care. Not that important now. But uh, he's looking. He looks down at the thing. He's like, "Man, this chick is getting pretty clingy, ain't she, man?" <laughs> he's like, "She's getting clingy, Angel. Yeah. She's the one." I remember just a couple episodes ago, Angel. You're like, "You're still my girl, though, right?" <laughs> yeah. And then the mayor just broke you like the mayor's talk. And now so he like throws that notebook down. He's like, man, this chick. So then Joyce shows up, Buffy's mom. And, and he opens a door that doesn't have uh, it doesn't have a peephole, doesn't check. It's definitely daytime. Dude, that's what I was going to. And at the beginning of this scene, Angel walks into the room plainly in daylight. Yeah, I guess it has to be direct sunlight. I don't know. But, like, he doesn't, like, flinch when he opens the door. He's just like, oh, hey. And someone's knocking on your door. You don't have visitors. You're a vampire that lives by himself in this giant mansion that no one knows about. Like, you're obviously, like, getting stuff delivered here, like beds and dressers. (laughs) Like, yeah. I don't. Like, it could be any, like, city inspector coming to be like, oh, someone bought this property or, like, we're going to demolish this. He's living in a place that they randomly found. And it didn't seem like Spike and Drusilla like bought the place outright. We no. didn't see any like real realtor situation. Yeah, and how would they even buy it anyway? Selling Sunnydale. That should be the new reality show. Ooh. And we got this lovely property. It's located directly on the Hellmouth, but don't let that bother you. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll have sure. to ask our resident reality TV show fan if yeah. she'd watch that. <laughs> um so Joyce comes and uh, she's like, oh, hey, Angel. Uh, so I noticed that, uh, you know, Buffy spent the night here last night. And Angel's like, don't worry. We didn't do anything. And, you know, she we were just out late on patrol. and We kind of both fell asleep. <laughs> and Joyce is walking by and she looks to her left and she sees chains, like bondage changes. She's like, raises her eyebrows like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And... Uh, Joyce is like, look, Angel, I got I to gotta talk to you about something. Angel's like, yeah, what? What is it? 
She's like, look, I know that you're a lot older than uh, Buffy. He's like, I'm old enough to be your ancestor. Like, don't bring that up, dude. Like, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> uh, and Joyce is like, yeah, um, okay, about that. Uh, so, yeah, Buffy's going through a lot of changes in her life. She's got a lot of important decisions to make. And uh, I just want to make sure that she makes the right decisions. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying here, right? And Angel's like, yeah. And she's like, and if she doesn't, if she's not mature enough to make these tough decisions, you're going to have to be the one to make those tough decisions for her. You know that, right? And Angel's like, yeah, no. <laughs> um, and uh, it's kind of like, oh, man, Angel. Yeah. You got yourself into quite a pickle here, didn't you, bud? Yeah, it was like. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, I know. It's like, did you not know this before? Yeah. Did you not know this, like, after you had sex with her, you turned into a demon and went to hell when she killed you and you came back? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Joyce also makes the point of, like, you know, Buffy's doing the typical teenage mm -hmm. girl thing of, like, all she thinks about is you and she's making a lot of her important life decisions based on you. Yeah. You have to realize, like, that's not good. Especially because, look, between you and me, no, this ain't going to last. You know, you know this ain't going to last. I mean, I, I didn't hear what the mayor said, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I have to kind of side with the mayor. Yeah. Here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say exactly what he said, but not in so many yeah. words. I didn't even know she knew where this place was. I, I, That's I don't know. I, don't, I won't go deep into it. I just didn't know. I don't know look, what I happened in know. between episodes. Yeah. You know. By the end of this episode, I don't know what anybody knows. <laughs> it's so true. I think everybody knows everything, but nobody says anything. Uh, yeah. Fair. So, yeah, Joyce is basically like, you know, this is going to be, you know, you got to make these tough decisions for her. And Angel's like, yeah, I know. And then we go to the gang at the library and they're all talking about prom. And they're all jazzed about it. It's going to be super dope. And then they're also talking about the Ascension. What did we find out about the Ascension? And Giles is like, well, what we found out about the Ascension is not only will the mayor become immortal, which he already is, but he will become like this uber demon. But I don't, they don't know which demon because there's thousands of demons. I think he was a regular person who then became immortal or like wouldn't age. And then like, I think he's just been a regular person making deals to make mm. himself like live longer. And, you know, like he's trying to reach peak level of demon. It's an ascend to peak level of like masterdom, you know? Yeah. I mean, like the word, the wording that they keep choosing for this, it's, it seems redundant. It's like, oh, he's going to become immortal and invulnerable. It's like, isn't he? I thought he was already that, but what, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Figure out how to like actually harm him first. If he's right. Unharmable. Like you're, yeah. But then there's this also this weird and this is where some real creepy shit starts to happen. Um, up in the stacks, Wesley and Cordelia come down, and they must have been doing their own little private research together. And I noticed come down that together, and I was <laughs> like, "They're just you're just gonna leave those two alone up there?" Yeah, I noticed that, and I was like, "That's." And they don't like really like draw attention to it, but they come down to the table yeah. together, and you're like, "What is up?" Yeah. And well, then. Well. Are you are you going to talk about the? They're talking about like prom and what people are going to wear. Are you going to? Yep, yep, okay. yep. Yeah. They're talking about prom and what they're going to wear, 
And Giles is like, look, this isn't such a big deal. Like, I I am going to be wearing, I'm going to be there. I, of course, I'm going to be there chaperoning. And uh, Wesley's like, I'm going to be there chaperoning too. I'm like, hold on. Wait a minute. Yes. Who, who are you? I was like, how is Wesley a chaperone to the prom? He doesn't even work at the school or is a parent. Yeah. Like, who is he to all of these people? And, like, how did he get signed up to do this? Like, it doesn't it, seem like the Watchers are cool with Principal Snyder, where the Watchers Guild could be like, hey, um, Giles and uh, Wesley need to be here because they're Prince. Like, also, just hire Wesley and fire Giles. You have two librarians working at a school where no one reads. Yeah, dude. Like, no one's ever been in that library except for Cordelia and Jonathan and that one person yeah. one time. It's just... I just oh, don't I think that one person might be uh spoiler alert the date at the end. The date. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. We have to go back in that episode. We'll let someone else do that for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up in the Discord with that <laughs> screenshot, please. <laughs> um but yeah, I was so like, did they slip Snyder like twenty because it seems like Snyder's not on their side either. Like no. he hates yeah. Giles, he hates Buffy. Like, why would they allow Wesley to be roaming the halls? Yeah. What is up with Wesley on this campus? I don't know. It's so bizarre. Um, and then they're talking about where they're going to buy their... Wait, wait. Well, so, uh, Giles, there's a line where uh, when Giles is really pissed off that he keeps talking about prom outfits. And his yeah. line is, uh, I'm going to be wearing a pink taffeta as Chanel clashes with my skin tone. No, can we get back to the demons? Yeah. And I was like, this is where Giles is stealing your uh this is the second time he's been coming for your fashion corner i know dude yeah. some people are coming from my fashion corner hard in all yeah. these episodes no one says anything about xander Shurton right now though that which is <laughs> absurd uh, his outfit does get talked about later though yeah, oh, yeah absolutely yeah. um also everyone i want you to know that Joe's Fashion Corner doesn't just exist on this podcast. If I see, like, I have a friend, me and me and Vance have a mutual friend named Ben. And one time he showed up to an open mic and he was wearing these horrendous Skechers slip-ons. And I roasted these slip-ons so hard that he never wore them again. <laughs> he was so jazzed. He was like, these are so great. Aren't they This awesome? is coming from you who were wearing Crocs and an iridescent fanny pack when I met up with you. Bro, that's it fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Crocs are in, Vance. Oh, boy. Yeah. Crocs are in. But if you want to see some of these fashion corner things, go to the Instagram. Hashtag Joe's oh, yeah. Fashion Corner. It's all there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're they're uh, doing some fashion stuff and they're talking about where they're going to buy their, you know, Van, uh, Vance. Xander's talking about uh, where he's going to get his tuxedo. Buffy's like, where am I going to get this dress? Or somebody's talking about where they're going to get the dress. And then they mention a store name. And I forget what it is. It but was it's the called store. April Fools. <laughs> I know. I was like, there's a store called April Fools in Sunnydale. Is the whole mm. place full of puns? I guess so. But it's the store where Cordelia works. And she's like, you should never go there. Never. Don't go there. Don't go there. And they're like, what? Why? And she's like, because I shop there and you're all plebes and only I should shop there. <laughs> She's embarrassed about working. It's there no way in a small town you could work at a store and people would never run into you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to this like exterior shot of a old rundown house. 
and you go inside and there's this like dude who I thought for a half second was Scott Hope. A little bit. I did make the but prediction that Scott Hope would be at prom and he is not. Yeah, but uh, it's not Scott Hope. This guy isn't Scott Hope either, but he's got a demon. We find out later it's a hellhound. He's got a hellhound caged up and his hellhound is just like, and then the dude puts in a VHS tape and the demon, the hellhound is just like watching the VHS tape. He's like, and you can see that he's like starting to like pull apart the cage just from the, his fury. It's like, what the fuck is this? The craziest thing about it is that cage. These hellhounds are idiotic. If that mm-hmm. cage couldn't hold like a dog, like a regular dog. That's what I'm saying. It wouldn't hold like a Rottweiler. Yeah. And it's like the thinnest cage ever. And it's supposed to be like, this is a vicious creature. And that's the These cage. These things are bred for murder. It's like he's got them like not even barely chained up on like some, oh man, whatever. Yeah. So then that's like the commercial break thing. Or and uh, then we come back and we got uh, Buffy and Angel in a church getting married. I hate these. <laughs> like, I, I hate these. I hate these so same, much. Same, same. Like these scenes that are obviously dreams. At this point, it's more like trying to guess whose dream it is. <laughs> yeah. Like as soon as I saw, I was like, oh, okay, well, this isn't happening. Yeah, right away. Like it doesn't give you any type of twist element. Like when yeah. she's drowning or within like in the sun and the beach. And it's like, sure, these are beautiful scenery moments. But like, I'm not even invested because I'm just waiting for it to end. Yeah. So they're in an empty church. They're getting married. Angel, you know, takes her veil off. They smooch and they just got married. And then they start walking out and they start walking towards the outside. And Angel's getting nervous because he's like, oh, shit, this is sunlight. I can't go out in sunlight. What am I doing? What am I doing? Why did I get married during the day? This is stupid. Why am I in a church? Crosses are like my weakness. Holy water is my weakness. This makes no sense. They eventually walk outside and Angel's like squinting. He's like, oh man, he's bracing for impact and nothing's happening to Angel. But he turns and Buffy's like, Angel? And then Buffy just has the uh, most intense CGI spontaneous combustion. Mm-hmm. That anyone ever did see. Uh, this isn't great even for the time period, but whatever. They don't have yeah, a huge budget. Then, yeah, and then Angel wakes up. <gasps> <laughs> I was... Now, what, what is this dream supposed to... S- I mean, I guess the context or like the, the subtext of the dream is like, if the, he stays with her, he's actually re- destroying Buffy's life or whatever. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for a deeper meaning. But it's like, I don't think this works for that. And yeah. also, she's a slayer. Like, she's going to die at some point. Like, because it's a show and it's, her name's on it, she won't. But in actuality, like, she's every night is like her, could be her last night out. Yeah, it seems like slayers are supposed to, like, hang it up or die by the time they're, like, 19. I don't even know if they can hang it up. Like, can a slayer retire? Maybe we'll find out in season six. Yeah, maybe. But uh, it's crazy to know that from here on out, there will be two Slayers. There has to be at minimum. 
Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they would get around that rule that they have now. Yep. Because there has to be. Yep. Um, so yeah, Angel wakes up and he's like, oh, fuck. And then we go to Buffy and Angel in the sewers on patrol. And Buffy's like, yeah, it wouldn't be a complete control unless we were in the sewers. And Buffy asks Angel about like, so where are you getting your tux from? What when are you getting your tux? And Angel's like, oh my God, you're still banging on about that? Jesus, my, this whole proms thing. You know, we got more important things to talk about. And Buffy's like, geez, okay, dude, what's up with you? Buffy's outfit for slaying at night is insane. She's like yeah, wearing a, a khakis and a sweater or something. Like it's like sparkly blue jeans and a pink sweater. <laughs> yeah, like you're going into a sewer. You're hunting vampires and fighting. Uh, we talked about this yeah, a couple yeah, episodes ago. Like it should just be like fitness gear. Like yeah. Angel's walking around in like a trench coat. Like what? Are you, <laughs> That's what are you a doing? weird visual to see walking on the street if you're out. Yeah, the, the, this guy in a trench coat and his his. Uh, niece, his sister, his cousin, like ooh. his teeny bopper. Well, and Buffy starts the scene being like, "Hey, Angel's like, hey, the vampire went down here. We should chase." She's like, "I uh, can't. We just let it go." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, God, Buffy." <laughs> yeah, I love that the vampire is more about killing vampires <laughs> than yeah. the Slayer. <laughs> he seems to have no issue killing vampires, like no. being a traitor to his own vampiric kind. He's a vampire, Uncle Tom, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't somebody call him that in an earlier episode? I feel like Spike did. I feel like in that Spike episode earlier this season, the other vampires really got on to him about like, oh, you're the one that's, I don't know. Yeah. Or or somebody called Spike Uncle Tom. No, the guy I said in that scene, he was saying Spike had lost his edge because he was whining about Drusilla. Mm, and, then okay. they, and then Spike just beat the shit out of him and killed him. Um. So... Angel's like, you know, you're still talking about this prom bullshit. Like, we've got more important stuff to talk about. And Buffy's like, what is more important than the prom? This is, you know, you're acting really weird about this whole prom thing, dude. Like, what's up with you? And then a vampire shows up and Angel's like, can we talk about this later? And Buffy stakes the vampire and she's like, nope, we're talking about it fucking now. What's up with this? (laughs) That's the theme of this episode. Threats aren't threats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That vampire just comes out heart first, like, please stab me. Yeah. I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> so she stakes that vampire, turns to dust, turns around. And she's like, no, we're talking about this. What's up with you, man? And Angel's like, look, man, I'm just just feeling like you're getting a little too invested in this whole thing. And Buffy's like, getting too invested in this whole thing? You're the one that's stalking me? You always saying that you love me? Like, talk about mixed signals, bud. We get a real weed in his own words, like where he's like, it's nothing. And she's like, you have something face. And that's a real yeah. like weed esque like, yeah, like a, a lot of dialogue in this is in this whole scene has that vibe. Yeah. So Angel is like, you know, I've been thinking about the future, but with us, you know, and you know, I feel like it's kind of unfair to you. It's not cool. And, you know, I was thinking about all the shit that the mayor said and Buffy's like the mayor. The mayor sucks. Why are you listening to the mayor? He's the bad guy. And Angel's like, yeah, but, you know, he brought up a lot of good points. <laughs> we, I, I visited the mayor. We got to talk. And, you know, I think he's right. Yeah, you know, I guess not that bad, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but he starts, like, Angel starts to, like, get really whimpery and cryy. And I was like, oh, shit, man. David Boreanaz. You all right, bud? 
Yeah, I mean, dude, dude can act. Yeah, and he's just like, look, man, what's your future with me? You know, I don't get like you deserve better than me. I can't give you everything that you d- should have in a relationship. You should be able to be with someone that can take you into the light. And, uh, you know, not to mention, you deserve someone that can fuck you. And you deserve someone that can give you children. And Buffy's like, he says, he says to make love to give yeah. for yeah. Angel's well, sake. Obviously, yeah. he's not saying fuck. You deserve to, you deserve Angela's to be dicked Angela's wood. <laughs> well, you deserve to get some of that fucking sweet D. All right. I can't give it to you, babe. I'll lose my soul. Yeah, it's weird that I don't know what Buffy like. Oh, yeah. Buffy does bring up like, oh, you don't think I've thought about this stuff, too? Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because if she's, she's thought about it, but she's been like, all right, yeah, I'm fine. Well, he yeah. brings up kids and Buffy's like, you are talking about kids. You're jumping the gun a little bit there, buckaroo. Who says I want kids? I'm a slayer. Like all this shit. And Angel's just like, look, dude, like I just want you to have a normal life like as and she's like i'm a slayer dude i'm never gonna have a normal life he's like well as close to normal as possible you get what i'm saying it's better than whatever you call this freak show yeah (laughs) and then buffy's like freak show huh and he's like well that's that's not what and that was poor wording and i was like no 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 no. this relationship's a freak show apparently (laughs) i love this is happening in the sewer (laughs) yeah dude me too (laughs) uh and angel's like look stop getting all semantic about this whole thing like i'm just trying to do what's right and i'm trying to think with my head and not with my heart and buffy goes you have a heart it doesn't even it doesn't seem like it's not even beating and angel's like ouch first of all um (laughs) and buffy's like look i want my life to be with you and angel's like look this isn't up for discussion after the ascension I'm leaving town. I'm Bolton. You don't have a choice in this. And then Buffy's like, I can't believe you're breaking up with me right before prom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how ridiculous this is? <laughs> you know what's great about this is I, when they were having this breakup, I was thinking to myself, why do they love each other? Nah. Has there been a moment that really crossed over into that, like, you know, I don't really think we see them having good times ever. Yeah. Or like, you know, we've, we've seen them be like, okay, I need to save you from something or you need to save me for something or I'll show up and give you some random information and we'll look at each other and we're both hot. So I'll brood and you'll stare and it's fine. But I haven't seen them have a real connection. We saw them leave that movie and they both seemed like not happy about it. Yeah, but that's like uh, me and you leaving a movie. <laughs> that's true. Very true. Um, me and Vance are in love, everybody. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm breaking up with them right before prom. Uh, don't tell anybody. Uh, spoiler alert. I'm breaking up with them before the prom episode. Of- yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> You even have a heart. It's not beating. Um, so, yeah, Angel is basically like, look, you don't have a choice. After this ascension sit figures itself out, I'm out of here. Yeah. And uh, Buffy's upset. And then we have a little 
little montage of Buffy being sad on a roof and then Angel being sad in his mansion. And then we go to Buffy in her bedroom and she tells Willow everything. She's like, Angel, Angel uh, dumped me. And Willow's like, oh, he's an idiot. What a fool. He's such a jerk. How could he do this right before prom? And then Buffy's like, you know what? Actually, Angel's kind of right. I he, he made some good points and the mayor made some good points. And if I heard my mom making these points to Angel, I would be like, she's making some good points. Yeah. And then Willow's like, look, I'm trying to do the best friend thing here. I mean, I'm trying to make him the villain. And Buffy's like, you don't got to do that. You know, shit just sucks, man. And I'm going to cry real hard about it. And it just feels like I can't breathe. <sighs> and then she starts to ugly cry hard. Yeah, I loved that, though. Yeah, she really broke down. She went for it, man. Yeah. Good acting. And Willow's look of like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like got her, she's in Willow's lap and Willow's just like, um okay yeah she's just like petting her like yeah oh, shit sucks <laughs> and then we go back to that rundown house again where the hellhound is and he's still watching vhs tapes and going crazy when this happened in the episode i completely forgot we had seen it before like this yeah, episode feels so packed it feels like it's a two-hour episode of the show because so much i mean that scene in the in the um sewer was just so long and involved it um, was. It was. And, and in a good I, way. Like, I wasn't complaining about it. It wasn't like, okay, let's move on. Um, yeah. But then when they cut back to this, like, oh, you're like, oh, yeah, Buffy's about demons and monsters. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be a fight eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, don't forget there's this thing in the cage. And it, like, breaks out or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is where it breaks out of the cage. Um, And then... Uh, Xander walks by Cordelia's store and she's looking at that same dress that she was looking in last episode or two episodes ago. I don't remember which one, but she's looking at the same dress and then Xander sees her and he's like, I, I just have to go in there and try to roast her again, even I, though this has never once worked. <laughs> I love that that shot every time it's like through the window, it's mm -hmm. like obscure and he like pops into the frame like, yeah. There she yeah. is. I'm this gonna time go it's going to work. Yeah. This time it's going to work. I'm Charlie Brown trying to kick that fucking football yep. right now. He goes in there and she's looking at the dress. She's like putting it up to her body in a mirror. And Xander very loudly and like this line read was so bad. But he's just like, so when are you going to buy that damn dress? <laughs> yeah. Cordelia's like, oh, what the fuck? And... He's like, yeah, dude, how, how long are you going to keep looking at this dress? Just buy it already. And then one of Cordelia's co-workers comes up. And she's like, is this a customer or is this a friend? Because you better start working because Ms. Finkelstein or whatever her name is, is she's got it out for you. And then we cut to Ms. Finkelstein. She's just mean mugging the shit out of Cordelia. <laughs> and Xander puts two and two together. And he's like, wait. Wait a minute. You work here? Why? Why do you work here? And then now we get the full story. Oh, the sob story is uh, nonsense. Cordelia's super embarrassed and she has to work there because daddy made a little tax error for 12 years in a row. And now I don't have a car. I don't have dresses. I don't have shoes. I can't go to any of the colleges that I got into. 
and I don't have a home. And that like, last line was. It's like, wait, what? I was like, so where are you living and why is dress important? Yeah. <laughs> like when she said, I was like, wait, you're homeless now? What? You can't Happen. be homeless in Sunnydale. That's a death sentence. Yeah, dude. Is she staying in the sewers? Like, I would have loved it. was like Cordelia creeps out after Buffy and Angel break up. Yeah. <laughs> I found a den of really friendly vampires, and I just sleep sleep in their place every night. Like, I... And also, I think the dress she wore to seduce Wesley... Was way hotter than this was dress? better than this dress. And that know, looked like Cordelia. she was, That looked like she was going out for, like, an evening, like, a black tie. Like, an evening formal event yeah besides that one's a like lot a more, prom that one's more prom appropriate i feel like this other one i mean it looks good it's fine we, um, um I, I do want to i'll bring this up now i wrote it hit me later in the episode but is she flirting with wesley for his money does wesley have money i don't know but he's always in a suit and like she's on she's so low like she's homeless now like yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it's better than her dating a high schooler. True. I mean, do watchers get paid? What is Wes is Wesley a librarian now? Like is he is his does he have a job? Like what I don't know. Dude, so much about Wesley confuses me. The watchers are just uh still a big mystery. Yeah. But uh then Cordelia, the final the final moments is she's like, so yeah, I'm working here and I have to wear a fucking name tag. I'm a name tag person now, Xander. There you go. That's the final nail in my coffin. Go and tell and rat me out to all of your loser friends. That'll be the big uh, punch. And then just as she says, that'll be the big punch. The hellhound busts into this store, mm -hmm. breaks through a windy window, and starts running crazy. And he first attacks Xander. Xander pushes well, Cordelia. Yeah, out he puts of the her way. out of her way, and he goes and like tries to like. I will say, he his fight or flight is always fight. Yeah, and and save people. Yeah, like he's always trying to save Cordelia. Yeah, he saves her. He pushes her out of the way. Mm -hmm. He fights this little guy, this little hellhound, and it you know. It fucks him up. Like, it just, well, like, it, chucks him. Yeah, it like, it's on top of him, and it's about to destroy him. <laughs> and yeah. no one's doing anything. Like, I'm like, please kick it or something. Um, yeah. And then this guy comes out who's trying on a tux or whatever. Mm -hmm. The hellhound sees this and just goes ham on this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just rips his tux to shreds. I think it kills him, but I don't know because it's kind of obscured. I don't think it kills him. Oh, yeah, maybe it just rips his tux. But what is the point I, of these things then? I also want to say, so this is going to be a point throughout this entire episode here. Mm -hmm. So this hellhound is attacking this guy in front of like three or four store employees. It's in the middle of the day. Broke the window. Broke the window. Had to get to this store somehow. <laughs> middle of the day. Yeah probably roaming the streets i mean we see how the hellhounds you know act later and they just walk the streets mm -hmm. so at least these four or five people have seen this hellhound that are regular people npcs in the sunnydale universe 
and they now have to know that this hellhound thing exists. The craziest thing to me is that the store is open later for that scene where the other co-worker is just like, oh, hey, Cordelia. I'm like, why are you guys talking about anything besides yep. what just happened earlier yeah. in the day? Why is yeah. the store not closed for the day? Like it's like it's insane to me that the store is still functioning and people are still shot. The guy was mauled outside the dressing room. Yeah, yeah. At least have to like clean up the blood splatter that's all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like even if he didn't get killed, that demon was like ripping him to shreds a little. He at least had some cuts. You gotta pick up the glass on the floor. You gotta replace the window or and, something. And not only that. This was caught in SD. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> they have video evidence. This security, <laughs> they have a security camera for which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so hold on. Before we get to that, let's finish up this scene. Like, So it's ripping this dude to shreds. And then that guy from earlier that was in the uh, rundown house, he's got like a remote control. And you hear this like... <laughs> And the hellhound gets up and he's like, rah, 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 and then he just jumps it out back out the window. And you see the guy with the remote and you're like, what the fuck is, is this a remote control demon? Like what the hell is happening? None of that makes any sense at all. Yeah. Especially when you think about the ending. Yes. So uh, then they show the security footage and the gang is reviewing it in the library. <laughs> they have it on there, I have a tape. There's a tape. Like, Xander got up and said, hey, do you guys have security footage of this? Don't take it to the cops. I'm a high school senior. I'm going to yeah. take it to my librarian. You mind giving me the tape? Yes. Or Cordelia said the same thing because she's in this scene as well in yeah. the library. <laughs> yeah. And Xander's like, look at this. Look at this hellhound thing. Look at this demon. Like, this busted in and started attacking this guy. And then Cordelia goes, and yeah, look, it initially was attacking Xander, but then it went right for the guy in the formal wear because Xander's outfit is trash. <laughs> Xander's attire is so bad that even the demon thought that it was unworthy of killing him. And it went right for the guy in the tux. I mean, I mean like, who could blame him? That guy looked good in that tux. <laughs> and Xander's like, what the fuck is what? <laughs> And there's this great gag where she goes, uh, can you zoom in on it? And he's yeah. like, no, this is a like a video, like a VHS tape on a TV. They do it in the movies. And I was like, yeah. that's a pretty cool gag. And it gets yeah. paid off later with like, oh, saying, can you pause it? And Xander yeah. being like, oh, I said I can't. Oh, yeah, there is a pause button. Yeah. But Buffy's upset like she obviously hasn't told anybody that angel dumped her and she's just like being a loner she's like oh i stopped it stop this tape i don't want to see any more of this and giles like turns around he's like buffy i mean yeah this is bad but i mean you're gonna have to fight this thing you should do some research on it and also this isn't even like the worst thing we've seen this week like this is <laughs> I he do. didn't say that but like that I, I feel do, like that was the context of it. I do love seeing this older British gentleman looking at a very young teen and being like, hey, this is your problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you're going to have to take care of this because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And so they pause it. And uh, they, yeah, like 
she's like, well, can you pause the, well, no, that actually isn't what happens right now. So they do pause it uh, when Buffy gets upset and walks away. And uh, he's like, you're going to have to fight this thing. And Wesley's like, yeah, we really should research because if I'm not mistaken, that looks like a hellhound. Mm -hmm. And Giles is like, yeah, you're right, Wesley. And it's nice to see them on the same page about this. Or at least, like, yeah, I mean, Wesley isn't a complete idiot when it comes to these demon things. Like, yeah, his first introduction, he knew right away what something was. But yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, look, dude, those things are bred to maul and kill people and eat their brains. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. Did oh, it not fuck. eat the guy's brain in the in the place? I think the remote control the remote got him, made him yeah. stop. <laughs> so. But then Wesley's like. Cordelia, Xander, what were you even doing in that store anyway? And Xander's like, Cordelia's like, um, I was, I was, uh, I was. And then Xander covers for her. He's like, we, I was looking for a tuxedo and I saw Cordelia looking at a dress that she wants to buy. And, you know, we were just there and I came in there to. Well, he says you know, she was uh, spending daddy's money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're underselling Wesley's jealousy when he asks. Like, yeah. he's like, um, uh, you were with Xander. What were you two doing together? Hmm. Yeah. What were you two age-appropriate people <laughs> doing together that used to date? I'm like, God, Wesley, you creep. Like, yeah. you can't be, <laughs> you can't be creeping and then jealous that she's spending time with her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Yo, are we supposed to like Wesley? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know because they just keep making them do weird. <sighs> You know what I was thinking? The way that you do this in like comedies back then, what you would have like a younger person be attracted to like an older person, like a like a fifteen year old boy that likes someone's mom, and it's like in a yeah, sitcom, yeah. and it's always like done funny, and it's like always like random flirting, but it's no ever flirtation back by the other yeah. person, yeah, you know, and it's just like this, it's just for a couple gags, and it's like oh yeah, whatever. Uh, puppy dog crushes kind of situation mm -hmm. and you get a couple laughs out of it a couple jokes you know yeah. a, a kid asking a teacher to a dance or something and you're like oh i'm sorry like a you know like a elementary yeah. school person oh you're incorrigible yeah uh, but this is just like it's the complete opposite where he's like why are you with xander what are you and xander doing together <laughs> Can I keep the security footage? <laughs> I gotta, yeah. gotta research I'm it gonna, later. I'm gonna go to the other room and scroll through this and make sure you guys weren't doing any funny gotta, business. Like, I gotta, thinking about going to prom together. I gotta tame my hellhound, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. And uh, they're like, all right, well, we gotta, we gotta pause this tape because Oz notices something odd. Mm -hmm. and Xander's like, can't just pause. This isn't TV. This isn't a movie. You can't just pause a VHS tape. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, you can. Never mind. And so he does pause it, and Oz looks at it, and he's like, who's that guy? That guy looks familiar. I think that's my boy, Tucker Wells. I was in chemistry class with him. Why has he got a remote control? What's up with him? Why is he here? Why is he outside? What's going on? And then... uh. They start to investigate Tucker Wells a little bit. And Xander walks by uh, Buffy and he notices that she's very down in the dumps. And he's like, Buffy, everything all right? Doing a good impression of an inanimate object. And Buffy's like, yeah. Uh -huh. And he's like, all right, good talk, Buff. Yeah, it was a weird 
the framing of him is just like him with the backdrop of the library and he says that line and she gives him nothing and it's just like okay and it doesn't lead to anything either yeah but uh i mean it's kind of setting up maybe the last line of the scene yeah a little bit but yeah but so willow is tip tapping on her computer and she hacks into tucker wells's emails and she finds an email hey guys come here look at this email it was so easy to hack into emails back then remember yeah, dude, I was doing it all the time. Oh, yeah, I just that's all I would do is just hack into emails on dial-up. Did I ever tell you that one time that I uh, I rigged the election? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, she sees an email from Tucker Wells to some guy named David or some shit. And, uh, we never see this dude, David, do we? No, we don't. What the, what the heck? <laughs> like, no I half measures, man. Yeah, no. Oh, I guess they do go to check him out, but we never get any follow-up on it. Yeah, he's off the hook. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Yeah. So the email says something like, all these Sunnydale lemmings, they'll they'll see. Uh, their big night will be their last. And he's talking about the prom, obviously, and mm-hmm. he's going to get the... And Cordelia deduces... And I forget who backs her up on this, but she deduces that the hounds, the hellhounds, are trained to attack people in formal wear. And her evidence of this is that, you know, it just bypassed Xander to attack the dude in the, the tuxedo. So if they're training people, these hellhounds to attack people in formal wear, it's just going to go crazy at the prom and just kill everybody. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, my God, this is fucking crazy. Well, guess we can't go to the prom. Wait, before this, there's the moment where they're describing Tucker Wells as quiet, kept to himself, yeah. dark clothing, big threat. And I was like, this is the school shooter version of how you do this in Buffy. Like, we don't need the actual school shooter. This guy is, they're treating him like he's a school shooter. It's almost the same, like, M.O., but yeah. instead of guns, he's using hellhounds. And that yep. just makes it a Buffy episode. When you actually have a school shooter using a gun, that makes it a regular show. Yeah, like two episodes ago in Earshot, yeah. like they were doing like all this stuff about like, oh, you know, that guy, oh, fucking what, the, the uh, writer guy. Yeah. Uh, Iverson. Yeah. He's like this kind of like Freddie Cell type yeah. guy. He's uh, got all the goth shit and he wears black and makeup. And so he's the school shooter. And then it turned out to be the lunch lady. Like this episode is literally about like an incel school shooter. Yeah. Who uh, just happens to have hellhounds. And like like we said before, the students at the school are Mensa geniuses. Absolutely they are. How is a high schooler got hellhounds? How... Did he find out about these hellhounds? Like, so many people know about <laughs> shit in this fucking town, dude. Like, like it's if not you even don't, a If secret. you don't know anything, that's when you're lost. Like, yeah, if you're one like, of those people that just like, oh, I go to the bank. Oh, man, that's weird. I just went home. I just had some dinner. Oh, I think I'm just going to see a movie. Like, you're, you're going to die. You like, just walk with horse blinders on. Like, <laughs> how do you not notice? Like, when Buffy, you talked to her mom, like, how did you not know that I was a slayer? Like, all this shit's so obvious. Yeah. How did you just... She's like washing sh- blood out of your clothes. What did you think was happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
how do you walk around the city for a week and not notice <laughs> yeah. just crazy shit happening? Like there, there's no way. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So they're all like, well, I guess we can't go to prom because it's going to be fucked up and we're going to have to cancel prom and these hellhounds are going to attack everything. And Buffy jolts up from her seated position where she was just an inanimate object. And she's like, fuck that. That's not happening. You're all going to go to prom and it's going to be sick. We're going to have the best fucking prom in the world. And I don't care if I have to kill everyone in order to make sure of it. (laughs) (laughs) And Xander's just like, yay? (laughs) Dude, did you notice that after he says yay, the camera just lingers on him for like five extra seconds? Oh, it's beautiful. It's it's so perfect, though. It's so perfect. (laughs) It's so so weird. Um, So then Buffy's like, all right, here's the plan of attack. Wesley, you're going to go to Tucker Wells' house and you're going to investigate this dude out. And then Wesley's like, um, it might be a little better if I don't go alone, you know, strength in numbers. And then Buffy's like, fuck it, take Cordelia. I don't care. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, that sounds good. That was the moment where I was just like, what the hell is going on, dude? Yeah. Like, are you guys going to bang on the ride over there? Like, what is going on? Yeah. She's, she adds nothing no help value you're putting her in danger i was gonna say she probably subtracts yeah and you and where are they going they're going to visit tucker or something yeah they're They're gonna gonna visit his house the guy who has the hellhounds yeah and you're dressed in a suit it's the two nobodies (laughs) it's the two nobodies and the two best dressed people yeah because cordelia is still in her work attire yeah wesley's always wearing a suit neither of them have powers or weapons, like, and they just walk out. Like, what are they going to do? Be like, knock, knock, you have hellhounds? Oh, they're mauling our face off? Great. <laughs> you know how they always say, like, addition by subtraction? Yeah. This is liter- su- subtraction by addition. Yeah. Like, it's insane. If I'm Cordelia, Why? I'm like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she tells them to go to Tucker's place. Uh, Oz and Willow are going to go to the guy who Tucker emailed's house, uh, David or whatever. Uh, Xander's going to check out the magic shop to make sure that he's going to see if anyone bought some books on how to train hellhounds. Isn't there <laughs> a weird moment where she's like, and the magic shop, and he's like standing next to Giles, and it looks like they both don't want to go? Or, or like, I yeah, there like is a little awkward moment. There's there. some weird moment there. I'm like, what is that? Yeah. I didn't understand it. Yeah. But so everybody leaves, and then Buffy's talking to Giles, and she's like, Giles, you said that these things are trained to eat brains. Are we talking any kind of brains? And Giles is like, oh, I see where you're going with this. Because this guy had to be feeding these hellhounds somehow, and we haven't seen any newspaper clippings of missing students. Mm-hmm. So, if so facto, we go to the next scene where Buffy goes to the butcher shop. And she's talking to a guy with a mustache, and he's got a hard hat on. Well, she's at the meat packing plant. Like it's not just yeah. a butcher shop. Like there, oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah. meat hanging. Everyone's in there, like white. Rocky's in there boxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's wailing on some. And she's got her like black leather just to troll all the all the cattle. Yeah, her she's black got leather a, jacket. <laughs> she's got her uh, detective outfit on at this point, which is just the black leather trench coat. 
she's asking this fucking nobody. He's like, hey, you know anything about this guy? He's like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. He fucking comes in here a bunch. He always orders some brains. <laughs> Creepy we, dude. Good weird luck. Weird guy, though. Weird guy, though. <laughs> weird guy. Good luck. Hey, I don't know what's going on with all the kids coming in here buying brains. And we, yeah. over there, we got uh, we got some dude that comes in buying blood. <laughs> 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 like like it's a drug deal at the yeah. meatpacking plant. It's so he, it's he's like, yeah, you know, this kid comes in here, got he buys cow brains. I could give you his address. Gives her his address. Why? Why does he have the address? Puffy didn't even slip him like twenty bucks or anything. He just gives it to her. <laughs> I go to my grocery store and my butcher shop a fair amount. Mm-hmm. They don't know where I live. Yeah. I guess he got it this delivered. Isn't, this isn't the nineteen like thirties where you just like they're just delivering groceries and parcels to your house. Yeah, like like the milkman, but yeah. the brain man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't you can't pack those up right now. We'll have them delivered to your place. Hey, you know, you, I heard your mom was fucking the brain man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you look a lot like the brain man. <laughs> like, <laughs> is my wife cheating on me with the brain man? <laughs> So he gives her the address and Buffy's just standing there and she's behind something and she looks up and she sees Angel in his black leather trench coat buying blood from some guy and he like daps him up. He's like, thanks, bud. Got the hook up. Like the deal is so shady looking. (laughs) He's just got a plastic bag full of blood. And then Angel looks up and he's like, oh, oh, well, what are you doing here? And Buffy's like, what am I doing here? Well, I should have known that you'd be here. I had to figure out you're getting your blood somehow. And Angel's like, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing for you to see me like this a little bit. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I miss you so much, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I don't miss you. Don't even. Don't. Don't. Don't even. Don't. 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 I'm working on a case. <laughs> I'm here on official business. <laughs> I got a job that... If it was a different episode, I'd be afraid to tackle these creatures. But because that's not the point of this episode, I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Buffy's like, well, you know, it's good that you dumped me. Like, now I can focus on this case. And, you know, going to prom stag, it's not going to it's not going to hurt me. And Angel's like, you're still going to go. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the prom. But at first, I got to save everybody from all these hellhounds that are going to attack the prom. And Angel's like, you need my help? And Buffy's like, nah, I got this. And he's like, if you, but I could help, though. And she's like, Angel, not now. Okay, bud. <laughs> I'm in my black leather, okay? Yeah, 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 just go home, enjoy your blood, your blood shake, and just... Uh... What do you care? You're leaving town anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love Angel. that your angry Buffy sounds like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you You're leaving now, anyway. Um, and uh, I gotta be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be the hero that Sunnydale needs. But <laughs> uh, the angel's like, I could help, and she's like, No, I don't need your help. I'm leaving. So she leaves, and then Angel's sad, and he's like whimpering. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, hey, can you guys move it out of the way? We're, we're, we're hauling slabs of beef over here. 
Yeah, and they're just standing in the middle of this slaughterhouse. Yeah, this guy with the mustache. This active slaughterhouse. Guy with the mustache talks to the blood dealers like, "Hey, who the fuck is that guy? What's going on over there?" He's like, "I think I just saw you give an address to some young girl." So, like, what do you? How about we just don't ask, don't tell? (laughs) (laughs) The shadiness is going on at that place. Oh, man. So then we go to the next scene and Cordelia is leaving work uh, that just got the window busted through. A guy got mauled there. A hellhound's there. But she had to go back to return the the tape, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, (laughs) hey, Cordelia, it's time to knock off. You're going to take your dress for the prom. It's tonight, right? And Cordelia's like, yeah. Look, I don't even have enough money to to take it home. I bought it on layaway. I don't have enough money to do it. So I guess I'm just going to have to figure something else out. And she goes, oh, no. Somebody bought the dress for you. And like er, earlier in the scene when Xander figures out that uh, she's working there, I was like, oh, yeah, there's no way Xander's not going to buy this dress for her. I was Um, still because they don't say specifically at this moment that Xander did it. I was like. Man, if if Wesley bought this dress, I'm gonna be Dude, there's really no way. Out. Yeah, I, I there's did, no way. Yeah, because I also Xander's, didn't know. I didn't know Xander had money. Also, well, I think he like he said he was like uh, taking some money out of his uh, travel fund to get a tuxedo, but I guess he took a little bit more out so he could buy Cordelia her dress. Um, and the thing is, the girl that says this to her seems like she's Cordelia's age. Which she's yeah. talking about, I didn't think she was like much older, like, oh yeah, I don't have to go to prom. I thought they were like still in school together or something. I mean, um, Cordelia is 35 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and you could also just take the dress and return it. Uh, I remember an episode of King of Queens where uh, oh, yeah, Kevin that. James's wife, she was doing that a bunch. And yeah. She would buy things, tuck the tags and then bring it back. And she yeah, goes, the whole system. <laughs> she is like running this whole system, and Kevin James's character is like, "What are you doing? You can't do that. That's illegal." And his wife is like, "No, it's not illegal. It's thrifty." And Kevin James goes, "No, it's shoplifty." And that line, for some reason, stuck with me for really? my entire life. I don't know why. Yeah, but uh, that is the uh, two thousand sitcom corner. <laughs> Yeah, my eyes are getting weary. Iconic theme song. I'll say, you know, Arthur, uh, uh, Jerry Stiller and uh, Patton Oswalt in that show. Great. Dude, great show. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's. Um, I will Boys say this. I'm Queens. just saying this. Though. <laughs> oh, man. Always watching <laughs> Kings. Uh, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> no, please don't pay us to watch that. Like, I've seen the show. I don't want to be paid to watch that again. Um. It's weird. I still think her working there and her being Cordelia, she could have just taken it, worn the prom, and took it back. Absolutely, that's what Cordelia would have done. Yeah, she, she's her, her being like, "Oh, I can't take it. I haven't paid for it all." I'm like, your dad steals money from everybody, you know? Yeah, and she's also a scumbag. <laughs> like, just like they're trying to make her like she's a mean, good she, person it, now. Yeah. I think, yeah, she's a, a spoiled entitled person she doesn't she does have a some like moral center like she's not the t- the worst person ever mm-hmm. i'll say but this is like minor infraction she definitely would steal it she doesn't care about her what she's gonna lose this job that she doesn't like 
she could definitely justify it in her own head of like she cares way more about prom and looking good for prom than she does about whatever money she's getting to pay for the place she doesn't live in exactly she's saving all that money from rent by being homeless so she can but that line is just like you gotta follow up with that (laughs) yeah um so yeah xander bought the dress and i knew it was xander buying the dress and i was like good on you xander uh, but so then Buffy's at the library and the gang's all there and they want to help Buffy attack the, uh, take care of the hellhounds. And Buffy's like, no, I don't need your help. Just go to prom. Have a good time. I'm going to make sure that you guys have a good time. And they're like, really? I mean, we can definitely help. We want to help. And Buffy's like, what the fuck did I just say? You motherfuckers go to prom and you have a good time. And they're like, okay, you know, all right. You know, like when you go to prom and you just sit at the library and you wait instead of like being with your family to take pictures and your dates. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know that there's this all, all this terrible shit's happening. Like, how are you going to have fun? Oh, they and not just be stressing head dude, on a swivel. They go constantly. to the bronze after being attacked at the bronze the night before. They don't give a fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> So we could um, die in the middle of the floor and they just dance around it. Yeah, they're like, oh, clean up on aisle bronze. Ring <laughs> <laughs> <Everything> claps. <laughs> uh, so the gang leaves. Uh, Giles is there with Buffy and Giles is like, um, Buffy, aren't you being a little rash? You're being a little, little, uh, little crazy here, aren't you? Buffy's gathering weapons from the library jail and she's like i'm not being rash i just want everybody to have a fucking magical evening okay we don't get these a lot and i want everyone's night to be special and if i have to kill everybody to do it i'm going to make sure of that and i just want to make sure that everyone has such a good time regardless of what happens to me and then jaws is like angel didn't ask you to prom did he <laughs> <laughs> Mm, you got dumped, didn't you? Yeah. Uh oh, <laughs> honey, honey. Oh no, oh honey, no. <laughs> he does have his. He is leaning against like the the cage door like that. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah. He's like, oh, Angel is not going to prom. I was like, yours. please, Giles, don't take her to prom. This is already creepy enough. This Bro, show. <laughs> that's exactly. Dude, there's a moment later on too where I was like, this is getting Max creepy too. Yeah. I mean, we would we might have had to stop the podcast and be like, hey, um, people watching this show, why are you surprised with all the allegations? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're your third rewatch and you're not like, wait a minute. Yeah. Huh, it seems like there's a little bit of problematic stuff here. <laughs> yeah, just a little. But yeah, Giles is like, so Angel didn't ask you to prom. Buffy's like, not only did he not want to go to prom with me, after the Ascension, he's leaving town. And Giles is like, oh my God, Buffy, I'm so sorry. I don't really know how to console you about this. It sucks. He's like, this is great news, but I have to. Yeah, he does like his best like, oh, oh, that's so, oh, I feel for you. (laughs) Um, And then he does, he has a line where he's like, I'm told that in instances like this, it's customary to go get ice cream and Buffy's like 
maybe after I take care of these hellhounds. And I was like, that's a sweet moment. Yeah, it is a great moment. Like, and I'm happy they left that moment as father figure moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just the show just had me right for a moment there. Um, also, I mean, I don't know yeah, with Wesley, <laughs> with Angel, with all of this shit that's going yeah. on. Like, I mean, with. I mean, the, next, what's going the next episode could open with the mayor having sex with Faith, and you just feel like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> um, uh, uh, we did make a prediction last episode that um, that it would be at the bronze, that the prom would be at the bronze, and that uh, Oz's band would play. And Oz's band is not playing. And the and- prom is in the place where most dances are. Yep. The gym. It's, it shocked me to my very core. <laughs> it was like the first time ever they're having a dance at the gym. It's so bizarre <laughs> that it's not at the bronze yeah. and the dingoes aren't playing. Yeah. But here we are. We're at the gym. Uh, Anya walks in with Xander and she's just telling him horror stories about all the men that she's murdered. And Xander's looking like, Okay, I'm in for quite a wild night. Uh, I mean, she's talking about the plague, the renaissance. Like, yeah. he's just like, it's like the car girl. He has the yeah. same face when the car girl's going on about what car she drove in. <laughs> so, you know, we know that Angel's 243 years old. Anya is like thousand, like at least a thousand years old. I think she mentioned a couple episodes ago she's 1100 yeah. years old. I mean... She's giving him lectures about like all of history. Like yeah. that's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah. Which is, uh, I will say, with her ability not to go too deep into wish stuff, mm-hmm. she seems like she would have changed a ton of things in the world randomly. Yeah. It seems like the world would constantly be like, like she would have just rattled off so many different multiverses by making exactly. wishes. Exactly. How many different world lines has she created? Yeah. Like. And my I, favorite anime and Vance's least favorite anime, Steins Gate, mm-hmm. deals heavily with like this butterfly effect, world lines, like you change one event, like it just splinters off. Yeah. How many times has Anya fucked with the reality of the world? Like what reality are we living in in this universe? You yeah. know? And it seems like she goes to whatever reality she creates because she went to the other one. Dude. I feel like there's got to be a YouTube video and I can't look it up because it might have spoilers, (laughs) but there's got to be a YouTube video about like how powerful secretly Anya is Oh yeah, because she's got to be like a mega powerful fucking. Well, someone, the demon that gave her the power to be able to make these wishes is the real power. I mean, she could have her own like, one-off like uh you know like comic book series or you something know, she's not that powerful because in that episode doppelganger land they were able to just reverse it really quick <laughs> they were just able to send someone back into a multiverse like it was nothing that's true yeah <laughs> like, they just like broke a plate and they was yeah. like all right we're good all right yeah we'll send her back to her fictional reality yeah i thought that, that reality got erased i know whatever we can't go down that rabbit hole yeah we can't that would just that'd be too much um so yeah and then wesley and giles are at the prom and they're chaperoning and they're talking about like oh man look at all these teenagers kind of reminds me of our days as young gentlemen and i don't know what they're talking about are well, they talking about the watchers I had, council I actually, here i actually went back and rewatched it because i was like okay. what is it because i was like I wesley is a would. big creep 
Yeah. Big weirdo. Well, I think they all went to like an all boys preparatory school or whatever with no girls or something like mm-hmm. that. And then Wesley starts to say like, yeah, but then we, or when you had the underclassmen dress up of girls and go get on stage and, and Giles just looks at him and he was like, um, nothing. And it was just yeah. like, like, like kind of like, like, like a, ha- like a hazing thing kind of, but. The, the it joy like Giles that, had no one, no idea what he was talking about, though. Too. No, I think I think Giles knew. Like, you guys, you creepy <laughs> frat bro, like that kind oh, of thing. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. He was about to tell the story of like how they hazed them and had the guys dress up like girls and do something on stage, and like Wesley's super cheery about it. Like it's a fun memory of like a funny time, and Giles is like, no. Shut the fuck up, Wesley. Yeah, you, you burk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see. I thought that they were talking about like going to a Watchers University. Like they both went there, and they were like, "Oh, remember when we used to do this?" And Giles yeah. was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, I think I think they all went to a Watchers all boys school because I guess Watchers are all. That, that doesn't even make sense if Watchers are all guys because we've had. Yeah, uh, we post. had that other lady. Yeah, yeah, Gwendolyn Post. So, I don't know. Okay, I just so thought yeah, it was maybe preparatory we'll... I don't know. I don't know out of full details, but something like that. Like an all-boys okay. school hazing type situation. Yeah. Um, then Cordelia shows up in that uh, that dress, and she is looking very fine. And so fine that Wesley, who is eating some kind of, like, taco, he's like, ooh, this spice is this this sauce is is hot and then he sees cordelia and he just like starts choking because she's so hot and he's like very hot just creepy as fuck dude when i can't remember prom but did the teachers dress up in full tuxes did the mine did okay they wore tuxedos and the, the women sense. wore dresses. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Why not? It, it's a night out for them a little bit. Until where was your around. prom? I it was at some like I feel like it was like a hotel's ballroom or something. I My feel junior like a, prom was at like a hotel pro- ballroom. My senior one was at uh, Raven Stadium though. Oh, look at yeah, you! Yeah, we got real fancy with it. Yeah, I, I know my school like they had it at like. Oriole Park, Camden Yards, like they had it a couple different places. Like I went to a prom. Yo, I loved prom. I went to so many proms, man. I would go with anybody. Went to three. Me and my buddies, we had like a like a wedding crashers gang. Like where if one of us got (laughs) invited to nights crew, dude. Yes. (laughs) If one of us got invited to a prom, we would tell the girls like, if you have any friends that need a date, Mm. we got you. It was me, me and my buddy Ray and my buddy Basile. And we went to like 10 proms in one year. It was fucking rad. That's why you weren't applying to colleges. You were paying for all those prom tickets. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was sick. I, I bought I bought my own tuxedo because it started to get too expensive to keep renting them. <laughs> it was sick, man. I loved prom. It was so awesome. Uh, I peaked in high school. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> so then Oz and Willow show up and Willow's super nervous. She's like, I don't know. Should we really be doing this? I feel really nervous. Like there's hellhound situation. Who knows what could be happening with the mayor and Buffy. He's all alone. And Oz is like, ah, has Buffy ever let us down before? Yeah, she's got it taken care of. And then Willow's like, yeah, you know what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's super chill. Like. 
yeah i mean yeah i guess you know what's weird i think willow is also willow is a little more concerned about her friend in the breakup than she is about her dying from hellhounds you know right yeah it's so bizarre dude yeah um so then wesley goes up to cordelia and he's like my you look beautiful dashing talk about smashing and cordelia's like thanks you look pretty good in your tuxedo too and then they walk away like hand in hand arm in arm arm in arm i wrote that down and i was like how who where the rest of the teachers is anyone seeing this where is snyder also that a huge question is that i don't understand i mean maybe production casting he was busy they couldn't actually have him but it seems weird to not have principal snyder at the prom yeah just being like any of you on drugs yeah. Are those drugs? Yeah. Is there drugs? Is there <laughs> just, alcohol in the just, punch? Yeah, just standing next to the punch. Who's spiking the punch? Like, yeah. yeah. But nope. <sighs> he would have been just, so fun in this episode, man. He would have. It would have been great. So fun. But instead, we just get Wesley fucking macking on Cordelia, <laughs> a guy that I guess everyone Wait. assumes is a teacher. So Cordelia was going to go to the prom by herself right who else is she gonna go with though because she's trying to fuck wesley hot jock uh hogan anyone just make up a new character and just put them in there like i don't know um we did we did predict some people that would be here yes we said amy the witch would be here nope we We uh, predicted scott Scott hope Hope. we didn't Uh, we also predicted larry big larry makes no appearance larry with the with his uh boy toy on his arm but no appearance what a missed opportunity yeah they should have had Larry come there. Like he's already out. Like there's no way like you can be like, well, we can't we can see him out, but we can't see him like walk in with some guy. Like, you know what? In 1999, I feel like that probably would have been a little controversial. It would have been a little controversial, but I don't think they have to like kiss or make out or hug, but like they can just walk in together. When did Ellen come out on her show? Was that like 94? No, it had to be a little I don't know. It had to be around the same, same like a couple years before this. So yeah, I well, definitely it was, before like two thousand. Yeah. It was still a little uh, taboo to be gay on TV at this time, I think. But this show is the like you know, it's got a huge following, um, and yeah. they've already done it. Like they've made this guy come out. He's openly out, not just closeted out. I think there's it's one thing to be like I'm gay than it is to like show him walking arm in arm with a dude. I, I, yeah, know? I'm thinking like they probably couldn't do arm in arm. It's okay yeah. for Wesley to be arm in arm with this. Yeah, pedophilia is fine. <laughs> it's not pedophilia because we find out we find out clearly how old Cordelia yeah. is. Well, I mean Angel. Uh, oh, Angel's well, definitely pedophile. demons. I mean, at the same time, Anya's like a thousand. So true, you know. But everybody's it's all about giving... the, it's all about the body that you're in. Also, I gotta say, Anya, looking pretty good. I thought she looked better in other episodes. I don't think that she looks as good in this episode. But it's an interesting thing we got going on here. Yeah. So after uh, Cordelia and Wesley walk away arm in arm, Anya is still talking to Xander about, you know, all the horrors that she's seen as if it's interesting. And Xander's horrified of it. And they bump into Cordelia and Wesley. Mm -hmm. And they're uh they're like wow hey look at you guys you look great uh xander's like cordelia you look really good in that dress and then she slyly is like thank you so much xander thank you so much like very genuine thank Mm -hmm. you and xander's like don't worry about it i wouldn't have let you out to dry 
on mm. prom night. And it was like, fuck yeah, Xander. Dude, the the best Cordelia is when she's with Xander. Yeah. Um, that's when like the the little walls get broken down a little bit. She still says dumb stuff. She's still entitled and spoiled. But like you can see that there's like something good beneath her. But yeah. you can't make me feel bad about her for like losing her money and being mean and having to do stuff that most people have to do. That yes. stuff doesn't get me. But like her just like him cheating on her like was a real like dude. <laughs> like yeah. she went she went on the limb for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and now we bought her a dress, so mm-hmm. we're even. <laughs> I thought Wesley was gonna flip out during this scene. <laughs> Dude, he jealousy. was like looking back and forth, yeah. like all jealous. Like, hmm, I'm like, what do you want? When you're at that level where you're jealous of, uh, <laughs> when you're at that level where you're jealous of the two teams, you got to like take a step back and be like, this, this isn't right. Also, does Wesley know that Anya is a demon? <laughs> he, uh, was he in that episode? I don't think. I don't know. He knows angels of Vampire. Wait, wait, wait. No, he was in uh, Doppelgangland, though. He was in Doppelgangland. Yes. He wasn't there when they did the spell back, but I'm sure uh, they filled him in. Yeah. She, she still goes to school, which is the craziest part. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. They all know she's a demon, and she still walks next to them like, hey, remember that time I screwed everything up? Well, the thing is, too, she talks about, like, now that she doesn't have her power, she's starting to have all these feelings. Like, well, she's, she's, going having, through... she's having the hormones of being in that body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess she did take over some other person's body. No, no, she took the body. Like she said, I have took this form. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, it's like how a lot of these demons can, like, turn into things. I think she turns into a form and then her powers are gone, so now she can't leave this form. All right. So That's... she has to suffer all the human consequences of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so then we go to Giles, who's doing what Giles does at these kind of events. He's just snacking at the snack table, eating all the hors d'oeuvres. I love and he that looks about up. him. Yeah, he's great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's like it's such a weird character thing. <laughs> he's like, oh, snacks. And you know that Rupert Head came up with it himself just to be Rupert, like, Rupert I get Head. to eat all the fucking, Anthony whatever Head. his name is. Anthony, Anthony Head. Head. Yeah. You know that he did that just so he could eat snacks on set. <laughs> He's like, I'm not just limited to craft. He's, like roll, that, he's like, roll that craft service table on the set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's enjoying it and he's looking around and he looks around and then he sees our boy Jonathan make an appearance with a lady that's taller than him, mm-hmm. walking hand in hand with her. And then we cut back to Giles and he's like, my fucking man. Yeah. Like, he, dude, Jonathan, get it, boy. Jonathan with this girl, and she's got she's taller. She's wearing this red dress. She stands out, looking good. Both of them looking good. Walking Both of them in. looking great. And it's weird because the framing of that shot, it had to be like a re- I don't know, like it's too much space on the right side that it's yes. like is because you see the doorway and they don't walk towards where Giles is looking. It's like Giles is looking for Buffy or someone to come in through the doorway. Yes. And it might be a weird edit where they just took the footage before she walked in and was like, oh, let's just cut back to Giles and make it look like. It might be a remaster situation. It it could be, but it seems like the framing of the actual shot. It's no way like the background would be where it is. I completely agree with you. So much so that when I first watched this, I rewound it because I I was like. Same. I was like, is is that because I was like, is that Jonathan? Yeah. Is and is Giles like happy that he's here and. Is this going anywhere else? Like, did I miss something? Yeah. It, like, I rewatched it twice, I think, to be like, to same. confirm. I was like, 
I paused it and Amazon Prime, which I'm very sad Buffy's leaving Amazon, but we're going to have to find a new streaming service on Hulu, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't even looked in. This could be the end of the podcast, Vance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no other way to watch Buffy. There's no other option. People are going to start mailing us Blu-rays. <laughs> Dude, we got to get a P.O. box. Uh, um, but yeah, I rewound it. I paused it. And on Amazon Prime, they have like the cast of who is in the scene or the episode. Mm-hmm. And I paused it just to see. I was like, is Jonathan in this? And it was Jonathan. So I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. that was like an awkwardly uh <laughs> placed scene and it's it was it was awkward. Like, yeah, it just it just seemed like it was we needed more time for the shot for someone else to walk in the doorway. It was like no way because it was just Giles looking at the door. And it's mm-hmm. there's no way Giles was looking at the doorway waiting for Jonathan, who he has almost never interacted with. Yeah. And he has this like look on his face of like, yeah. And it's like, you don't know those two kids. Yeah. Really? I mean, they walked into the library once and you left the library. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's whatever. But I did like seeing Jonathan there. He's bounced back. Yeah. From, uh, he's, he's feeling a lot better. And the school judge, like, oh, yeah, this guy tried to kill everybody. We don't care. Oh, he's going to kill himself. Kill himself. He, he wrote a sure, He was going to kill himself. Yeah. And everyone's nice to him now or kind of, I, I don't know. I guess. I guess that he got that uh, puppy dog eye treatment that Buffy. I was I was going to say, you know, Buffy's all like, oh, what am I, St. Buffy? I got to go to him. You're like three feet tall. He had a date to the prom. Yeah. And who do you got, Buffy? Wait, who do you got? You got nobody. <laughs> you, who do you got, Cordelia? You got Wesley, the yeah. fucking creep. Yeah. Buffy had to rob the grave. And uh, <laughs> Willow needs a pet sitter. <laughs> <laughs> um so then we go to buffy and she breaks into the uh rundown house with the uh, tucker wells's uh hellhounds and she she comes downstairs and she sees tucker wells and she's like you know you're a real big dumb dipshit aren't you <laughs> and he's like am i a big dumb dipshit and he takes a vase and he smashes it over buffy's head and she's just like brushes it off like it was a fly <laughs> like yeah and he's like, or are you terrible? And he grabs it like a screwdriver, like he's going to mm-hmm. stab her with a screwdriver. And Buffy's like, she looks around. She sees the VHS tapes and it's all like prom movies or like people in formal wear. and pink and like just those like, yeah, classic John Hughes like, high school kind of things. Yeah. So she's like, oh, so that's how you train the hellhounds to attack people in formal wear. That's pretty weird. That's pretty clever. But, you know, whatever. And he's like. Uh, she's like, why would you even want to ruin people's good times like that? Like, what's your deal? Why would you want to ruin prom? And then the guy goes, I have my reasons. And then we get a flashback to him asking a girl to the prom. And she goes, no. And then we just flashback. <laughs> Best moment in the episode. <laughs> dude started raising hellhounds because he's got one rejection. Right, dude. Like, it, it would have been funny if it was, like, multiple. But the fact that it was one. I don't know if they filmed more because it was, like, Buffy kind of snaps him out of it. But yeah. I love that there wasn't anything else to it. I don't know if I don't know if it was an editing joke where they like decided to they wrote a bunch of stuff and then cut it, or mm. they that was the whole plan all along. But whatever way, it's so funny. Would you want to go to prom with me? No. And then it has like this <laughs> like, so good. Uh 
So Buffy just like beats the shit out of this guy. She handles him real quickly because he's a regular teenager and she she takes the vase that she that he busted over her head. She takes the electrical cord and ties him up. And she's like, you're such an idiot, dude. Like you you got a hellhound. And I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to fucking save everybody. And you, you're a dumb asshole. I'm going to lock you in here and I'm going to go to prom. She opens the door to lock him into this other room. And she opens the door. And in that room are multiple cages with multiple televisions that were you know training multiple hellhounds and the the guy tucker is like oh yeah not too bad for a big dumb dipshit huh i've got redundancy plans yeah and then buffy looks like oh shit (laughs) he's like they're already on their way to the prom and i do love having the redundancy i don't know why he has the one it's his favorite sitting out in the hallway yeah i guess he was still training that one maybe that one was a bit more unruly or something we never get any more answers about the remote control situation bro i was gonna bring that up in the next scene because these this remote control doesn't do anything and why is it like uh, a whistle or like a or like a spell or something like like in jurassic world where they have a laser beam like he's (laughs) training that (laughs) oh my god dominion (laughs) no it's not dominion uh, uh the second one. The second one and the third one. Yeah, where they oh, have God. guns with laser Lasers. beams. And instead of shooting somebody, they just point a laser beam at a dinosaur attacks. Yeah. Very efficient. Very efficient to have a yeah. 10 foot, 3 ton dinosaur kill one person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't really get it. Like, does the remote control, did he need to have them watch movies? Yeah, I don't know. Because, uh, like, we, we we only see him in that one scene with the remote control, and it's not like he's doing anything else with it in other scenes, I don't think. I, I'll say this about the Hellhounds. They're pointless, but they fit the role of just, like, how can we squeeze something in here that makes this demon worthy? Yeah, some kind and, of a little threat. Yeah, just... And, and by little threat, we mean super easy, Mats. barely inconvenience level. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, I'll say this about the Hellhounds. Uh, they are like one elongated nose away from looking like Oz in his werewolf form. Yeah, I seriously, when we saw the first one, I was like, because I saw the description that said Hellhounds before I watched the episode. And mm-hmm. I was like, that looks kind of like an Oz. Yeah. <laughs> like It that- looks the same. Like when Remember when we were like trashing Oz for looking like a monkey? Yeah. Like they have the same costume. They must have got like These look better costumes. because they don't have fur on them. Yeah. Yeah. But they have the tail. Well, they do have fur. They have fur. A little bit, but they're not like they're not werewolf furry. I don't think yeah. they're like that hairy. They're kind of like a one of those cats. Yeah. But they run like Oz yeah, was running when he's a little monkey man. Um so yeah, he uh, Tucker's like we already got a bunch of hellhounds on the way and then we cut through the hellhounds you know, running through the streets of Sunnydale, just walking around for anyone to see. Taking their sweet ass time. Yeah. Cause who knows how far away this rundown house is from the prom site. Well, they had a head start on Buffy. True. They and Buffy be catches up with them. <laughs> yeah. Like, Buffy catches up with them. Not only does she catch up with them, she has time to stop and go get a duffel bag of weapons. Unless she already well, had she that had with the her. duffel bag of weapons. Okay, okay, of, okay. Remember when she was talking to Giles about ice cream? She was loaded. Oh, up. you're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. 
Uh, so she catches up with them, and uh, she has the the crossbow. She kills one of these hellhounds, and then the other two look back, and they're like, what the fuck? That's our brother. And they all start chasing Buffy, and Buffy starts running. That's really easy to kill, just one crossbow shot in the side. Like, Yeah. There. Should be good at duck hunt. Um, and they start to go and attack Buffy, and... Then, as they're chasing Buffy, they stop because they hear music. They hear Good Times music. I forget what song it is. But they're like, oh, that's where all the action is. We got to go over there. And then so they start to run back towards the prom. And Buffy's like, oh, really? That song got you? That's not even a good song. And then so she's chasing these hellhounds into school. This is the best Buffy run I've seen. When she turns back to chase them, this is the best I've seen her like pumping those arms that she's going for it like i was like holy crap yeah uh so she catches up with them inside school Mm -hmm. and she starts fighting them they're like the doorway to the gym yeah the doorway to the gym is closed yeah and they're scratching which i don't understand i don't know the i don't know the prom etiquette where you blast music super loud and then you close the gym door (laughs) yeah Um, but but, uh luckily they did yeah, so they're scratching at the door, and Buffy shows up, and then they, you know, they start attacking Buffy, and then some random guy pops out. Well, she stabs. Well, she stabs one guy, one of them, because there's two mm-hmm. of them left. She's mm-hmm. like wrestling one. I guess she falls on him, and a knife goes in its chest. I don't even know how that happened. Um, and then this dude in the looks almost like the same dude that was attacked at the store to me. <laughs> That's. I thought it would have been a good comeback for him, for it to be the same guy, but it's not the same okay. guy at all. Um. He opens the gym door and the monster sees him. The hellhound sees him, turns to go to him. And Buffy does a great grab it by the leg and stop it before it can reach him. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a cool cool move. Yeah. And uh, then she does a Joe special. Yeah, she uh, she Brazilian jiu-jitsu's this, this uh, hellhound. And the, meanwhile, the guy in the tuxedo is just like standing there like shit in his pants. Yeah. And she takes the, the hellhounds back. She gets underneath of it, and it's struggling and struggling. And then Buffy snaps the hellhound's neck. And this time around, when she snaps the neck, it doesn't even have a neck-snapping sound effect. It sounds like she just punched it. Uh, there's a little bit of something there, but okay. They're like, this is. They were like, this is the bare minimum we're doing, monsters in this episode. So let's just get it over with. We got more important stuff to do. So she kills this thing. It's lying on top of her. She's like, fuck, God. The dude in the tuxedo looks down and he goes, uh, bathroom? And Buffy just points. She's like, it's down that way to the left. And he just was like, thanks. And he walks away. And Buffy's like, Whew. all right. That was a close one. She pushes the uh, hellhound off of her. She's now hiding the bodies. We have to talk about this guy. (laughs) Okay, yeah. This guy just, this guy does not go to Sunnydale because he doesn't know where the bathroom is. So he's somebody's Mm -hmm. date. And he just watched a girl kill some creature that he has never seen before in his life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's not, uh, he's, he's a little freaked out, but he's not as freaked out as you think someone would be in a situation like this. And you know what? 
he gets a good look at this hellhound because no, he's like it jumped at him and it's lying on top of her. It's lying on top of her. Like Buffy isn't even obscuring this thing. Or and there's another even, there's another dead one with the with the sword with the knife yeah. in his chest. Like Buffy doesn't even try to come up with like some kind of excuse or like she doesn't even come up with one of her bullshit lies. She's just like bathrooms that way, <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah, just what we gonna, just have to note that we just have to note it. That guy's going to go back to his school fucking daily son. Uh, and he's going to be like, yo, I went, to, I went to fucking Sunnydale's prom, bro. Wow, they got some crazy shit going on what, there. You had a death sentence? That's why they can't get dates. <laughs> uh, so now Buffy is dragging the bodies of these hellhounds into the bushes. <laughs> She's hiding the bodies. And then she goes back to her duffel bag and she pulls out her prom dress and she changes into it and she walks into the prom and Giles sees her from the snack table and he he does his his same like head nod of like, hell yeah, Buffy made it. (laughs) And Oz and Willow see her and they're excited and uh, they're, they're all like, yeah, you finally made it. I guess everything's cool. And she's like, everything's cool. We get to have a fun prom, everybody. And then they're like, all right, awesome. And then we like kind of fast forward through the prom to the awards ceremony. And there's some dude up on stage and he's like, all right, class of 99, you voted. (laughs) You voted for who's class clown. And the winner is, and then you see Xander in in the crowd, like crossing his fingers, like, oh, it's got to be me. It's got to be me. And the winner is. Ja, uh, Jake, Jack Mayhew and Xander's like what and then Jack Mayhew comes through the, cl- the crowd with like a balloon animal hat on and he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. and that is exactly who Class Clown would be <laughs> especially at this school just some big douche like Wait. Class Clown is barely anybody that's like actually funny it's always somebody that's just like is that a real award anchorman is that a real? No, not in a fucking yeah, prom. I like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> like that's a like year, that's like a random yearbook thing that the teachers are like, don't put this in the yearbook, and they're like, but we want to because it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I went to a fucking lame like all boys Catholic high school. We didn't have any. I think they're called like senior superlatives or whatever. Like okay, most yeah. likely to blah blah blah. Yeah, most yeah, yeah. like we didn't do that in our yearbook. I don't think. I don't think we did either. But. uh yeah, this isn't something that they I was do like at prom. Right? I didn't think Xander was up for the running of class clown. Like, I'm sorry, you've killed too many demons. Like, you have done, well, done anything every, funny. Also, everybody like thinks he's a loser, or except for the the jock uh, basketball player oh, yeah. that we thought that you thought had a crush on him. Yeah, Hogan. I thought that he was gay. He was going to show up with Larry, but I thought Percy was going to show up and be like, "Hey, Willow," just yeah. like he's just like wearing just the tux with nothing underneath and just abs yeah yeah just like sleeveless tux just like in the corner licking his lips yeah yeah willow what a do girl and i was like i wish it was a full moon yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah uh jack mayhew wins class clown and xander's pissed about it is jack mayhew a name that we've heard before in this no. show because i was like, he's just some guy that yeah, showed up here and that name's he's got his familiar. fucking stupid lampshade, dumb 
bullshit hat on. It sounds like you're a little jealous that you didn't get the class clown award. You know, it's just like the person that's class clown always seems to be just a person that can quote whatever popular movies out there. You know, this sounds like a stand-up comedian being mad that they weren't the funniest. <laughs> what you think that guy's funny? Yeah, yeah, that guy's a douche. I'm oh, the real funny one. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you. I got a half-hour special taping at El Cid on November 1st at 7 p.m. Where are you, Jack Mayhew, you piece of shit? You're like working I'm, at Sears. He's like, I'm doing another Kevin Hart movie? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so then, after this, our boy Jonathan takes the stage. They're like, we got a very special award to give out. Uh... <laughs> the prom committee is like made an exception. It's so funny just knowing the show that you know this is for Buffy when he comes up. Yeah. You don't know what it is, but like you just know like Buffy's getting something. Yeah. So Jonathan takes the stage and the microphone stand is above his head just to play up how short he is. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, <sighs> he lowers the microphone and he goes. Um, so the prom committee thought it would be pertinent to create a new award this uh this year uh we have a a lot of like crazy stuff going on everybody anybody that goes to sunnydale high knows that we've got some weird stuff going on and then people in the audience go yeah like zombies and hyena people and snyder and then like everybody laughs at the snyder and at this point i was like so you all do know You're not all idiots. This is this is game. It's like game changing, but not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they all acknowledge that they see these things. Like they're screaming out hyena people and zombies. Because they all yes. saw the zombies attack Buffy's house. Yes. <laughs> and like kill people. And they I saw mean, the vampire. Like they've all seen this. Well, also like the hyena people, that shit's a deep pull. Like, that's that is season a, one. Yeah. That's, that's episode like, three, I think. Yo, that's them knowing that the principal got eaten by students who are still in the school. Exactly. Those kids stole. They didn't die. They just stopped being hyena people. But, dude. That is a deep. You're right. That is like a first season deep pull. So they, they they don't say vampires though. They don't say vampires. They don't say, they don't say vampires. They don't point to like angel and be like him. <laughs> <laughs> and what's this creepy librarian guy <laughs> doing? <laughs> and I never seen Anya before in my life. Yeah, who are you, who is she? What school did she transfer from? Where's the mean girl from Boston? <laughs> oh, where's there's Willow? I remember her killing someone at the bronze. <laughs> if the end of the episode was just students pointing and saying stuff like that for 20 minutes i would have loved it just like with a like a, a scroll of like all of the shit that they <laughs> and they just like it's like the simpsons are still them talking while the credits are going up just like, <laughs> it just fades out and remember that praying mantis teacher remember the the computer teacher that got killed who was a witch and remember <laughs> the dummy guy and remember the inca mummy girl and remember <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was a suicide that one yeah. time. <laughs> Remember that guy that was stuffed in the refrigerator? The the headless guy? Remember the <laughs> Remember the two kids that we can't remember that we all got in a riot for? <laughs> but as crazy as all this is, and they like snicker it away with 
Principal Snyder. Yeah. This is so the good. next line is even more insane. Yes. Because then Jonathan says, even though we have all this weird stuff happening, I'm happy to announce that the class of 1999 Sunnydale High has the lowest mortality rate in history. And everyone in the room starts clapping. <sighs> what <laughs> the hell? Not, not only do they see this stuff, but they're just so okay with murder and the death of their <laughs> classmates. Like most schools, if like one student dies in the class, it's like this big deal that yeah. like becomes traumatizing throughout the year. Like that whole year seems like it's lost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's just like, man, they, they well, should have a moment of silence that lasts like two days. Not only do they acknowledge this, this means that they've like been keeping stats. Well, like, they have an obituary <laughs> in the newspaper. <laughs> I, thought that was kind of a, I thought that was a joke, but I mean, it might not be. No, I think Freddie Iverson really does have an obituary in the newspaper. Dude, in my high school, we had a kid that died of leukemia. And you're right. It like fucked up the whole like... Mm -hmm. He died of leukemia in like our sophomore year and even senior year, like as we were graduating, we had like a special like thing for his parents and shit. Yeah. Like Sunnydale, <laughs> it's just the regular. Sw the swim team were fish. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the lunch lady tried to kill us all. That was like just two weeks ago. Remember that? <laughs> Oh. Remember the cheerleader that burst into flames? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to Amy? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to mom? ask her to prom. I wanted to ask her to prom, but I haven't seen her since. <laughs> oh, hell, we're just gonna go to prom and have a fun time while Amy the witch is running on her hamster wheel. Like God. <sighs> Remember that transfer student, Billy Ford? What happened to him? Yeah. <laughs> I heard he died of natural causes. There's no such thing as natural causes of Sunnydale. Yeah. And everybody like starts laughing. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but they're, they're like, uh, so yeah, then Jonathan's like, and we have the lowest mortality rate. And you think that you don't have any friends and you think that you don't that nobody notices but buffy summers is buffy summers here did she make it and then the spotlight shines on buffy and he's like we've noticed you and we've noticed that anytime there's something crazy happening you're there when anything creepy happens you're there and you have saved us so many times that the prom committee felt that it was uh necessary to give you an award buffy summers and as he's saying this, Giles is looking back at her and he's like giving like a smile. And I was like, oh, did Giles like put them up to this or something? Did Giles make this happen? He's just a proud father. Not. He's just a proud father, you know? So then Jonathan's like, so here's our award for you. And he pulls out a little umbrella that's like all sparkly and glitterified and everything. And he's like, Buffy, you are this year's recipient of the first time and uh, the, uh, the new award for class of 1999's protector. And then everyone cheers. He's like, Buffy, come on stage and get this award. And 
she walks through the crowd and everyone's like clapping for her and she takes the umbrella it's a really sweet moment like jonathan gives it to her and he's got like such a like you're the fucking shit buffy smile on his face and buffy is like thank you guys thank you this is so great well she doesn't like do a speech or anything but Mm -hmm. she's super stoked to be noticed for once you know Mm -hmm. and now everything goes downhill well, the class protector, I wanted to give a shout out to. We have uh, someone that follows the boys watching Buffy Instagram, and their handle is class protector. And oh, it's always yeah, interesting. And it's always interesting, like, because we found out the uh, surgeon the, of mean. Surgeon of mean. So everyone has, these, Discord <laughs> everyone has these, like, handles, and we just, like, are, oh, that's what this is from. Like, we yeah. have no concept of, like, <laughs> I was like, class protector. Oh, yeah, I guess you protect classes, but it's actually, like, a line from the. A, yeah. a great moment from the show, actually. It is a great moment. Like yeah. it's it's like validation for Buffy, which is what she's been looking for for so long. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a part of this high school, and she always feels like she's not. Nobody notices her. But mm-hmm. Jonathan, like, specifically states, "We've noticed mm-hmm. you're our protector," and she's like, "Fuck yeah!" And this scene works so much better if you watch the episodes in order to have the scene of them in the watchtower. Yes. So if you see this, because I know they moved it. Granted, they had to move it because of real world stuff. And like, you yeah, can't really yeah, have yeah. a school shooter episode. Like, it just isn't tactful, you know? Um, but if, yeah, it actually it, built, yeah. It, it sets that up really nicely. Like, if you watch this in the original air dates, it makes no sense. Yeah. But because we are have the uh, like privilege of yeah. watching it uh, canonical order, like yeah. it makes so much sense, and it's so much more heartfelt. Yeah, and I mean, if you watch the other one, you kind of know it's out of order because they talk about going to prom. True. In the in the other one, so they definitely had that plan beforehand. So, um, so yeah, as awesome and as sweet as this moment is, the next scene is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> So Giles is sitting at a table and he's snacking on some food still. And uh, Wesley comes up to him and goes, Mr. Giles, uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted, I hope I'm not troubling you when I ask you this, but uh, I, I was just wondering if, you know, is it really that much against code? If I were to go and ask Miss, Miss Chase, if it would it be so wrong if I asked her for just one dance and Giles rolls his eyes so annoyed he's so pissed at wesley and he says i think before you say what he says okay he should say the exact opposite of this you're 100 correct yeah but instead Mm -hmm. what giles says she's 18 and you have the emotional maturity of a blueberry scone just have at it already and he gets up and walks away and Wesley takes a moment and he goes, well, all right, then he gets up, <laughs> walks over and asks Cordelia to dance and Cordelia accepts and they start dancing in front of everyone. Now, the other chaperones, what are the chaperones there for but to stop chaperones from dancing with students dude yes i mean maybe the other chaperones don't know who wesley (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, what, what is happening? What is his role in this place, dude? <laughs> what is happening? That's why I need Principal Snyder to be like, say something here or something. Yeah. Uh, you know what the scene, the, the playful version of this is if you've seen Arrested Development, the episode uh, where Michael Sarah has a crush on his teacher, but she ends up sleeping with the dad. And I forget the, um, I forget who the actress playing the teacher is, but um, it's funny because he's like, oh, I was just going to ask her to dance and maybe be like, oh, hey, you want to dance? And she's like, oh, okay. And like, that was how he was pitching it. And then later at the dance, some nerdy kid does that to her. And she's like, oh, sure. And it's like, and he's so mad that that actually worked, <laughs> would have worked. Um, but she wasn't ever going to like sleep with her student like they're like in high school or whatever. But like, yeah, that's a playful way to do like a, the puppy dog crush thing. This is just saying, oh, no, this is going to be a couple. This is going to be a thing. We're setting up for something, I guess. Well, it's it. it it's also what's playing underneath is this like sweet and sappy like slow dance song and it's like romantic yeah and it's like we one we've have never felt like oh yeah this is what we like no one's been rooting for this relationship yeah i mean maybe some people were like i don't know if in the discord like she, people were she, like she saw no, him we were. she saw him for like one second was like i, I want to be i want to be with this guy yeah like that was it and then he was like i really shouldn't I really shouldn't, but she's hot. Like that's yeah. the only like he has no like personality. Like no. he had like he has not seen anything about that personality. He's like, oh, you're well read. We like the same books. There is nothing besides she is hot, and she likes me. And all that she's seen of him is him just like stuttering and stammering in her presence. Yeah, he has an accent and he wears the suits. That's oh. what. That's why I asked the question if she's doing this for money because <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> like. I mean, she's seen him stuttering and stammering in front of him and everyone else in the Scooby gang emasculating him yeah. and not respecting him. Like, what is she seeing this fucking dork? And Giles saying, just have at it. It's right. just that I know wording he, I know is he, so bizarre. I know he doesn't like Cordelia. But even him, he'd be like, no, you're a watcher and you're here to see. Like, if you have a watcher that's willing to do this, like, he can't be around Slayers. Exactly. Like, their whole dude. thing is training underage girls. Yes. No. Well, Cordelia is 18, so. Yeah, 18. But, like, <laughs> he didn't even know for sure. He was just like, he knew what he was doing was wrong. If you have to sit down and ask. Well, Giles, he, he didn't know her age until this point. You know, like he, we Did, even didn't know her age. We were like speculating. Wait, I, I, like was, she's either 17 I was like, or 18. I was like, they're going to make her 18. Yeah. Um, but like what? he walked in, she walked in, he said hot and then grabbed and walked arm in arm with her. Like mm -hmm. they were expecting to go to the dance together. Mm -hmm. I think they'd gone out on dates already too. Like, I mean, they were up in the stacks alone. Remember he was like, oh, we got to figure this out by Friday. <laughs> like, yeah, I think they've actually gone out. I mean, they were up in the stacks alone together. She might live at his place. <laughs> She's homeless, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Wesley asks Cordelia to dance, and they start dancing. And then you, you pan around, and you see Xander dancing with Anya. And Anya lays her head on his chest, and she goes, this isn't bad. And I was like, Wow, is, is Xander gonna start dating Anya? Like, I think dude, he Xander's is. taste in women, bro. 
No, it, it's not his taste in women. It's the women that come on to him. Okay, fair. That's that's what it is. Because his yeah. taste in women is Buffy, okay, Willow, true. Cordelia. <laughs> like, the, the main crew is the ones he's been after. But then he had Mummy Girl. She went after. I, he did like Mummy Girl, but Mummy Girl was into him. Praying Mantis Lady. Praying Mantis Lady was... Uh, Mummy Girl. Faith the Murderer. Faith uh, the Murderer just wanted a fun time. Now uh, Anya the, the, the man-hating the, demon. I gotta say, though, man, he's cleaning up for <laughs> for being Xander. I know. For being such a loser, like, according to everyone, he's doing well. And there's been moments where I'm like, is he and Buffy gonna hook up? Like, there's yeah, been those same. little close calls, yeah. Dude, there was that one episode where it was like he made out with Willow, he was dating Cordelia, and then, like, he held <laughs> Buffy in his arms, and yeah. there was, like, a moment where it was like, is this gonna happen? And then even he was like, my life is getting real complicated right now. <laughs> he had to break the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, after they go to, uh, they have Anya and Xander dancing, they go over to Buffy, who's like sitting there alone with her umbrella. And Giles comes up to her. And this is when I went, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> if he said, may I have this dance? I think that's when Amazon was like, yeah, we can't handle this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but he comes up to her and he's like, you did a good job tonight, Buffy. And Buffy goes, yeah, and I got a little umbrella toy too. And he goes, you know, I just want you to know, like, I'm really proud of you and the woman you've become. And uh, I'm really happy that you're here. And, you know, it's it's crazy uh how all of these students have just kind of rallied around you and they did notice you you think that they didn't notice you but they have noticed you and uh you never and then buffy says something like yeah you never know what you can expect from people or something like that and giles is like yeah you never do and then he looks off into the distance and angel has arrived and he's in his tuxedo mm -hmm. and buffy turns around and she's like <laughs> And then Angel is like, I'm here for you, babe. And he walks up to her. And Buffy's like, you came to the prom. And then Angel goes, yeah, I knew it was a big night. And then Buffy goes, thanks for coming. And then Angel goes, this doesn't change anything, though. This is just for one night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy you said that, though. I'm happy you said it. Doesn't change anything, Buff. Is for one night only. And Buffy's like, I know. Wait. I understand. And then Angel goes, Would you like to dance? And Buffy goes, Yes, I would. And then they start dancing. And I'm gonna be honest, man. Your boy Joe Welke. Did you shed a tear? Got a little choked up it's a great scene and a great one because i was like oh he's showing up and i was like please like we can't do the like i know the season's ending but i was like we can't do the well they won't they they broke up they're back together immediately thing and i love that it was like this is a big day i'm gonna be here for you but we know we have to go several ways and she getting the class protector award realizes what she has to do and it, it, that's what i was saying about the episode it's really more about that and the hellhounds are just like that random thing that makes it like a b movie <laughs> that yeah. you have to throw in and it feels like that like they run she stabs them they're dead whatever yeah um yeah it still has to be a buffy otherwise it's just yeah. like a teen drama it's 90210 or whatever yeah yeah 
But I think they handled the teen drama really well in this episode. Like the yes, breakup scene, this little moment at the end, the class protector scene. I mean, Jonathan just kills it whenever he's on screen, you know. Absolutely. So, the Emmy um, winner. Yeah. And then he's dancing. Do any of the- these other schmucks got Emmys? I don't think so. Mm, I don't know if Boreanaz has an Emmy. For what? Bones? He's been on TV for it <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> It is amazing. His run has been incredible. He was on this, Bones, and now he's still on SEAL Team or whatever. That guy, what a career, man. Yeah, if we just covered his shows only, we'd never stop podcasting. That's true. Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Boys watching Bones. There we go. (laughs) Boys watching Bones. (laughs) I think that has probably like 300 episodes. Yeah, definitely. But... So, yeah, after they do, like, kind of a swirl around, like, they do this thing where, you know, Buffy is in the center and the camera's rotating around and in the background, you know, you get Xander and Anya, you get Oz and Willow, you get Cordelia and Wesley, and also you get Jonathan and his date, and Jonathan, yeah. like, oddly, like, stares at Buffy at certain points. Uh-huh. And it's, like, super awkward. But, uh, yeah, and then the episode ends with, like, Angel and Buffy dance, and it's a very sweet ending mm-hmm. before all the shit hits the fan yeah yeah anything else to say about this episode here vance because that's it i do have one thing to say what happened to tucker i think he's locked in that room but like, like buffy still could lock him in that room yeah yeah but like does that is that the end of him does he go to jail does he yeah he starves to death Oh, okay. So she just murders. Yeah, she just left him. It's like you know how Batman doesn't kill, but he did. He did this exact move. Yeah, we did. We did establish that she is Batman. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, she just left him there to starve and starve to death. Yeah, man. I knew this would be a long one just when I like looked at my notes, and it seemed like we were going pretty good for a while, and then uh... no, it wasn't. We were so long. <laughs> my my uh usual i always like, forget i always forget like there's so much more in the back half yeah yeah i i was my like a uh, barometer for how long a, a podcast episode is going to be is like i look at my notes and by the time i'm like halfway through i usually look up at the time and i was like a quarter of my way through the notes i was like jesus we've been talking about it. i looked up it was like 45 minutes i was like oh my god so uh <laughs> Thanks for sticking around, everybody, and for listening to us ramble. You said that, uh, you know, you like these two-hour-long ones, so we gave it to you. This is over. Yeah. Um, Vance, uh, next episode's titled Graduation Day Part One. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know that shit's about to hit the fan with the mayor. I I did see the thumbnail. And What's it, the thumbnail? It looked, like, it looked like that teacher from the first episode of this season. Remember really? The, the one that it lingered on for forever? Yeah, it looks like it's him. And I'm not Bro. sure. And granted, that seems like years ago that we've actually seen that episode. But <sighs> um, it looked like that teacher. And I'm like, did they establish a guy like 22, 21 episodes A little Easter ago? egg of that guy? I don't. I guess. But it, it looks like him. Or it looks like a teacher that could be him. Because I can't really fully remember what that guy looked like. Yeah, that was a long, long time ago. Yeah. But uh, I'll, long, I'll definitely long time ago. I will definitely check up and follow up and see if that guy is the same guy when I uh, yeah when we do the episode yeah just a, just in a way where I won't find out any spoilers about him <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Um, so yeah, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking it through. Really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. You know, I certainly did. Uh, yeah, that's a, a good fun. one. That's a good one. Yeah, you know, not like uh, there's other shitty ones that you've all stuck your way through. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thanks, everybody. Join the Discord in the show notes. Join the Patreon. Uh, Follow Instagram at BoysWatchingBuffy if you want to email in. BoysWatchingBuffy at gmail.com. Rate and review. You get a shout out. Shout out. Subscribe and all that stuff. And yeah, stay tuned. Next week, when we talk about Graduation Day, Part 1. And I shall be wearing pink taffeta, as Chenille will not go with my complexion. Can we please talk about the Ascension?